Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to the Kill Connor Club podcast. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, yes, I'm just a mouthful of Doritos while I say that. Jesus. Yep, well, we're all good. What's and, up? okay, so, uh, Kill Connor Club, it's back, episode 35, and today, uh, we've got a very special guest. I mean, we're not allowed to have favourites on the Kill Connor Club, but, Asim is here, everybody, Super Rebel. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It's been a long time. It's, it's true. been a while. It has been it's a while. Been, is it? Your God, it's been at least coming up to a year. At least. You're on at the start of the year, so it's been probably like seven, eight months. Eight months, yeah. At least. And that's, that's I mean, that's a while. You were on the, for the first time around this time last year. That was your first appearance. That was episode 11. We're episode 35 right now, so... Shit's gone down. That's all I can say. Come a long time. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, I was... it's, it's good. It's good how far this has come because I still watch it from time to time, like whenever I can. I mean, you guys, you've been doing a lot of pre-recorded ones, ain't you? We've done I a think, few here and there. Yeah, like, I think yeah. recently we kind of have, yeah. It's true. Mm. And uh, like James said, we, we're not allowed to have favorites, but I mean, the guest of 2015... <laughs> May very well have been you. You came in, I didn't, I didn't even know you, man. You came in and made me laugh so hard. It was ridiculous. Like It's crazy because, I mean, when I meet someone that, you know, I've never ever, because we never ever spoke before that, did we? Like, it was literally just us speaking like this. But I don't know, like the banter, it was just there. And I was like, I like this dude. And then the banter, the banter levels were just increasing more and more and more. And that, that's how it started. It's the beginning. It was good. It was a good time. That was the beginning. Was, I remember that one. Yeah. That, was, that was possibly one of my favorite podcasts. And we've had a lot since then. And that's still got to be in my top five. That was good. It was a good time. Yeah, I still remember when we were talking about, I think it was, um, oh, was it the semen in the microwave? Yeah, I, yeah, I, oh, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> that's the rap battle shit, that man. you started. Oh, man. God, the rap battle. Oh, oh yeah, God, I remember that. So many cringe-worthy moments as well. God, fuck. <laughs> without, without a doubt, without a doubt. <laughs> it's like we'll, we'll probably like we don't know what's about to happen in this podcast, but I can guarantee you, like two years from now, we will look back and we will cringe to fuck. But it's cool, dude. It's I don't, cool. I don't give any fucks. Trust me, I won't cringe. I tell you what, though, there's not many things. I'd give up a night out for because I was just at one of my friend's 21st birthday parties. I was just out drinking at a bar and I realized I fucked up. I fucked up so badly because yesterday I was thinking to myself, I was at work and I was like, oh, Sunday, I can't wait. You know, I killed Connor Club, Aston's back on. It's going to be fucking awesome. And then I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I can't wait for this 21st. It's going to be, wait a second there at the same fucking time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, have you ever had that happen where you're just like two different things and you, because you've got so much going on, they just kind of come at once and you realize they're at the exact same time. And I'm like, oh shit, how do I do this? Well, yeah. I just had to leave early. I had to be like, yeah, I've got work super early tomorrow. I'm totally not going to go on a podcast and talk about dick jokes and whatnot. Like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so oh, that was God. weird. Like, I mean, I gave up free alcohol and copious amounts of drinking. It was, yeah. That's the strange I, for you. I can't that's be strange upset. that you give that up. That's I can't be upset because this is worth, this is the only thing in life that's worth it is Kill Connor Club and, and absolute banter. But 
my God. It was um, it was tough. It was definitely tough, especially halfway through the night, and everyone's like, "Yeah, let's go out. Let's get, let's get, <laughs> let's get, let's go out." And uh, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna fuck off and tell dick jokes on the internet for thirty <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's, it's whatever." But fucking cab drivers, am I right? Dude, oh my god, they're the fucking worst. Check it, right? <laughs> I had a car crash. We got so much to catch up on. So about two months ago, I had a car crash, right? um like it was classed as my fault even though it wasn't my fault right so like this dude you know when you come off a roundabout right and you yeah. get like literally the first second of coming onto that exit this dude slammed on the brakes no reasons no cars in front now me like because i've never ever been in a situation like that so i realistically could have pulled up my handbrake but i didn't you know the like first thing was i like, just slam on the brakes right um and then my car ended up swerving and ended up hitting the dude. Anyway, I didn't have my car for like two months. So um, I was like, okay, like, fuck this. There's no way I'm going to start paying for like the minicab services because they rip you. They're like, oh, God, the prices are ridiculous, right? Oh, 100%. It's disgusting. So I'm like, okay, you know, everyone's on about Uber. So like, fuck it. So I downloaded Uber. It turns out I ended up getting like 20 Ubers within that time period. And with every single Uber driver, I ran the exact same conversation. So how long have you been? How long have you been, you know, doing Uber for? They'll be like, yeah, two years. They'd all give me the same fucking story. Like it got to a stage where I knew what what they were going to say. So it's like I sit in the car right now. You can have those awkward moments, but I talk, right? So it start off like this. It's like, he'll be like, oh, this is Asim. I'll be like, yeah, this is either like good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever. So I'm like, so we're now like two minutes in the journey. So I'll, I'll, I'll turn my head. I'll be like, so h- how long have you been in, you know, been an Uber driver for? He'd be like, oh, you know, first, I mean, I got one guy. He was like, I've only been doing this for two weeks. I was like, well, that's fucking amazing, isn't it? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> then I was like, um, so, so like, was you a taxi driver before? Like 90% of them weren't, which is crazy. I always thought they would be, oh, but most, they weren't. No, no, no. Most of them aren't there. Like exactly. I had a mate that just messaged me and he's going, oh, just sign up to Uber. Going to go out and drive for a couple hours and Uber around. See, wish me luck. Hope I don't get stabbed. Uh, I'm it's like, crazy. oh, okay. Yeah, it's so, so easy to do. It takes yeah, like an this, hour. You sign up and you're done. You're on the road. Yeah, yeah. You know, they make decent money as well, to be fair. But basically... Um, this dude was like, oh, so he was like, oh, no, it's only a part-time thing, you know. So me being curious, you know, I'm like, oh, so what does this dude do, you know, like when he's not been an Uber driver? And um, he was like, oh, oh, I own a fruit store. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Bear in mind, my interest has gone at this point. So now it goes back to that awkward situation <laughs> where they start asking you. And I'm like, yeah, I, I play games on the internet. You know, that's... <laughs> that. And he just looked at me. I was like, yeah, no, that's literally, that is what I, I play games on the internet and you know it's crazy because that always blows people away but i've gone off track now back to the same story every uber driver has (laughs) the same has the same story they always complain how uber was amazing at the beginning and now how it's shit but i think it's cool you know if you have a car and you you know you're not really bothered about your life or who gets in your car like fuck it why not (laughs) like what do you have to lose if you think about It it well, it's still illegal in Victoria, the state I live in. It's not yeah. some states have legalized it, but it's still illegal. People still do it. Like everyone still catches Ubers here, but if you get caught, you get fined five thousand dollars if you're driving fuck? the Uber. Why? But, but, but Uber, Uber pays the fine. Uber always pays the fine, so people still fucking do it. That's so the question is, though, would you would you actually have the guts to be an Uber driver? Because personally, I don't think no. I would. You see, because uh-huh. that's literally like. 
a fucking random like how do you get like not know this guy's like a freaking serial killer or like a pedophile or like anything like it's crazy just, like you don't know what they got on them as well uber it's, race, bro. it's risky i mean there's times where i've wanted to get in an uber you know and just feel like an intimidate intimidate and in, <laughs> intimidating guy <laughs> well you know you want to freak out the uber driver but like i'm not nah, i can't really do that that's a dick move but you know, <laughs> you know when you want to get in a car and you, and you just want to, you know, act like you got something with just to shit them up. But oh, yeah, when you just get in a car and you're like, I really want to assault this guy right now. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. I tell you what, I got, I've, I've got, I've got pissed off with one Uber driver. This guy pissed me off. Like, I actually was like, what the fuck are you doing? Because check it, right? From my house, there's like my road is like a dead end, right? So you have to come out the same way. Now, if you go left, it's like a long, long road, but it gets you to the motorway, right? And then you can go right and you can take a left, but there's a lot of traffic there at this time. So this dude's taken that route and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm not going to say anything. He's an Uber driver. It still gets me to the same place. I'm not really fussed. Anyway, this is where it became an issue. He then, we're now we're stuck in traffic for about two minutes. Every little inch this guy is moving is charging me every fucking inch, right? So I'm like, okay, you know, let's just do a U-turn and go back the other way. So he's like, okay. Then we get to the traffic light. Then he does a U-turn again to go back to the other way. Bear in mind, this guy has made like an extra three quid of me at this point. And I'm pissed. And, what, and that, what, what were you like, why did you U-turn again, you dumb cunt? Yeah, because like, then he's saying, he's going, he's saying to me, you know, how their GPS, which is like fucking Google Maps or like the shit you got on your iPhone anyway. It's nothing fucking special. He's telling me it's going this way. I'm like, okay, fair enough, you know, but... I, I'm telling you, it, it's going to be longer. Like, it's actually going to be long. And I needed to get somewhere on time, right? And he ended up doing about, like, five U-turns. We looked like such bellends. And I was like, wow. I was like, you call yourself a fucking Uber driver. Like, Jesus. I, well, I'll fucking tell you what, man. I, the, you think Uber drivers are bad? I was just in the cab to get here. So, because I left this 21st. You know, I was there for the speeches. I was there for all the fun stuff there, there, because it was all free alcohol. They had a tapper there, their tab right now. So I was like, okay, I've, I've abused the system. I'm gonna fuck off now. Um, and I got a cab. I just caught, hailed a cab right at the front of, of the of the bar, because you know it's Sunday night, middle of Melbourne. Cabs fucking everywhere. Pull one over. Holy shit! Couldn't have been a worse cab driver. Like I'm like. For sure, take your job seriously. You're already going out of business, you dumbass. Like, gets up. No, I tell him where I need to go. I'm like, all right, I need to go here. It's one main road for about five minutes. Then you turn left onto another main road for five minutes, and you're there. Very well-known streets. And I go, okay, just do a unit, and he does it. He's like, whatever. This dude gives zero fucks. He's like an Indian lad because he he's like... He's drinking Red Bull, singing. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't like. I don't know what language he was speaking, but he was singing something different. And I'm just like, oh no, cool, bro. He's got his hand out the window with a fucking Red Bull. He puts one leg up next to the steering wheel like he's just chilling out. And I'm <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and it's he's so going, fucking he's, unsafe, man. And he's going twenty kilometers under the speed limit. I'm like, I'm like, hey, man. Let's go. I got a place to be. Fucking drive. <laughs> and then you know all what? of a sudden he starts speeding, speeding, and drives right. And, and he's talking to me. He's like, This is no shit. This is the question he asked me. He just goes, And this is right before I got here, right before we started this podcast. He goes, 
so why doesn't anyone go outside on Christmas? And I'm like... (laughs) 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 What the fuck? Why would you ask that question? Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh... You fucking went past the road. Stop <laughs> asking questions. You went past. And he's like, and this no shit. He goes, no, nah, I didn't. The road's up here. And I go, no, it's not. I saw the street. I know where I live. You went past it. He checks the map. He goes, oh, shit, I did too. R- we're about to hit a highway. I'm like, man, turn around right now. I'm about to lose my shit. And he goes, Probably $5 worth. And he goes, oh, sorry, man. I'll take like a dollar off. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. You're the fucking best. You just said that. Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> drives, drives back. Drives down the road. He's like, oh, I'm still, oh, yeah, no, sorry, man. As he as he does it, he's driving 20 kilometers still under the speed limit, singing with a Red Bull out the window, legs up, fucking jerking himself off. I'm just like, dude, I'm never catching a cab again. I'm never catching a cab again. You ruined it, you motherfucker. I was so annoyed. And I messaged James. I'm like, James goes, so kill Connor Club in like 15 minutes. Yeah. And I go, yeah, the cab driver went the wrong way. He's, oh, I'll try to get there. It's <laughs> crazy. They literally Jesus don't even Christ. know where they're going. Like if, if they didn't have that GPS, you're fucked. Like <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Oh, so crazy. Fucked. Absolutely crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ. But that was it. I'm glad I don't have to get Ubers again. Well, I, I mean, they're not... Pardon? I was like, dude, I'm not passing you. I'm getting the fuck out of the cab. I almost got out. I was like, dude, you're a fucking retard. Because <laughs> he pulled over and he's just like, oh, you know. He stopped. I'm like, why are you stopping in the middle of the road? Well, just, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I don't even know what to say. I thought it was speechless. Crazy. I might, I might just, I might just, you know, be an Uber driver myself. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> just piss so many people off and vlog it at the same time. Purposely go the wrong way. <laughs> it's take, like, it's take, like just take them to like a fake taxi location or some shit. Oh, fuck <laughs> hell. Just pull up, just pull up behind like some garage and be like, just turn around and be like, it's the end of the road. Like this is it. Is 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 Uber the next generation of Starbucks? Like Starbucks spell your name wrong. Uber takes you to just the wrong directions all the time, and yeah. they're like, no, I thought it was the right way. Sorry, Google Maps. Fuck. And you're just like, what the fuck? What is wrong with? You? Oh, Jesus Christ. It's My name's not Taylor, it's Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> sure, smell <laughs> right. Classic oh. Taylor. Classic oh. Taylor. Jesus. Yep, so that was that random tangent we started off with. <laughs> Classic I've li- I've got I've got so much. We got li- we've missed out like so much banter, like the amount of banter I have to share with you guys. Oh like, my god. Check it, right? The craziest thing happened to me two two weeks ago. I don't know if you guys, I don't, James, you might, you know Tinchy Strider. Uh, not personally, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. I, um, now Tyler, you might remember. You watch I'm a Celebrity. You have to, don't you? Get me out. No, you don't. Oh, I've, I've heard of it. I know. Okay. Of it. Anyway, anyway, so um, basically, I got to chill out with him, right? So I, w- I got invited to his studio. I went over to his studio. Now, this is where it all goes downhill. Why? Now, Why, though? Why'd that happen? What? Exactly. Exactly. I've even got a picture that I'm going to send you guys, right? On Skype now. Hold up. And I want you to zoom into my eyes and zoom into his eyes and tell me when you let me... Well, let me know when you find the issue. Okay? I'm sending it to you. Right? It's such a crazy okay. story. Like, I don't even know how I got to this stage of chilling out with Tinji Strider in his studio. 
crazy stuff. So me being me, you know, you're seeing a celebrity, right? It, you're literally about to just chill out with him. And you, you're kind you're not freaking out, but you're a little nervous, if you know what I mean. Okay. So I'm hungry on the way. And I, I thought, you know, maybe it'd be a good decision to just stop off, you know, get myself a kebab and, you know, not sit in for, you know, what any normal person would do, probably sit there and eat it. I decided to take the bag with me to the studio in hopes that I'd be allowed to eat it there. Now, this is where everything goes downhill big time. So we've walked through, well, it was, we was going through this area and it felt so unsafe. The stream? Can we put this up on the stream for you, everyone to yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do. Okay. So, like, I'm not, I'm not racist, okay? Like, you know when I yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. things are about to get a bit... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, like, we're going through this... Like, bear in mind, we're in London. Like, London, London, right? So, we're walking through this area, and it, it seems a bit run down, and it's like, oh, shit, you know, may, maybe I should have got an Uber, like... Because yeah, I feel fucking unsafe. Now, bear in mind, I'm in my suit. I'm walking down with a fucking kebab in my hand in a bag and shit. You know, like, I, I'm ready to go fuck shit up, right? So, we're walking down this road... And I'm feeling like I see a couple black dudes. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. This is it. This is the end. Like, <laughs> I see a couple black is, dudes. And I'm this like, is, fuck. This is the end. This is no. Is it in the area I was walking through, which my maps was telling me to go? It seemed safe. Like there was not one white person in sight, right? Not one. So I'm walking down. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like you know, I'm a guy. You know, I've got like a fucking Apple Watch on. I've got a phone. I've got a wallet. You know. Like That's come outrageous. fucking come come fucking rob me like yo I'm here <laughs> anyway so I'm walking past these these dudes you know it turns out that they you know I was racially profiling you know <laughs> cool dudes right sure. I think anyway so um I've gone through this stage uh, you know then then my maps you know it's bringing me into a more open area and you know suddenly you see one white guy then you see another white guy and you're like oh yes fuck I'm safe like. It's Jesus all good Christ. It's, <laughs> it's all good now. No, I mean, not even race. It's just but if you saw you're me. You're not even you... white yourself, bro. Exactly. Like, what are, what... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's my mentality. It's crazy. But if you saw these dudes, like, you would understand. Like, it, it's not like it was, like, a random black dude in a suit sort of thing. It's just a couple black dudes, you know, with hoods and shit. So even if they were white, you know, you'd feel unsafe regardless. Anyway. So now we've got to this place, you know, it's all good now. You're in the safe zone. You know, we, we go to the studio. So he's opened the door. I'm like, I'm Asim. <laughs> like that, that was, he was like, hey, I'm Asim. You know, I, I shook hands and everything. He's like, oh, what have you got in a bag? I've got, I go, I've got a kebab. He's like, oh, you're going to eat it here? I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then he was like, then he was like, nah. He was like, nah, 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 nah. Now, bear in mind, I've never met this guy before. He is like a fucking celebrity, and it, you know, it's he's telling me no. Like, it's it's it was so like I was really expecting him to be chill and be like, yeah, come in, you know, eat your kebab, like it's cool, you know. But his words were, he looked at me, he's like, nah, and I was like, I, I start laughing, thinking he's joking, but no, this dude was like, no, like, and he turned me around and opened the door. He's like, go eat out there and then come back in. So now, bear in mind, I've gone out, you know. Now I'm feeling awkward, and now I don't even want to go back in. Now, now I just want to go back home, let it all blow over and pretend it never happened, right? So I sat there um, and ba- I've ate my kebab. Then I'm like, okay, I need to go toilet. So now it gets to a stage where 
you get you i don't know if you guys feel you know do you like when you go to someone's house that you don't know them properly and use your their toilet do you feel weird do you totally. feel nervous? Yeah. Well, Especially totally. when I need to take a shit. I'm like, oh, shit's exactly. so bad, but I don't want to do it. So, yeah, this is so I'm, horrible. I'm thinking, you know, do I do I just hold it in? But then I'm like, no, because I don't know how long I'm going to be here. And then I don't want to make it more awkward to say I need to go to the toilet. So now I've gone to the toilet. The toilet was really nice. But like, I, I've, you know, pulled up the lid. I'm like, fuck, okay, mate, no pubes are dropping on this seat. No, no piss is going anywhere. You're going to keep this safe. Right. <laughs> so check this. This got to us. I actually sat down on the toilet to piss just so I could. I, you guaranteed nothing was fucking up. I made sure of a toilet seat. There was no speck of acid anywhere. Then I, <laughs> <laughs> I flushed it. I was like, this is the way. This the toilet is, seat? This, what the fuck are you talking no, about? No, no, no. Like, I didn't want it. I didn't want to ruin it, if that makes sense. Like, I just didn't want to fuck. I accidentally pissed somewhere, but I'm not meant to piss, if that makes sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you know, when you're in the final little drops and it's like, oh, these drops can go anywhere. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I, <laughs> I made sure these were going down into the toilet. Anyway, so that that's happened. My little sister's crying in the back. But anyway, that's happened. So now I flush the toilet. I've washed my hands. I'm like, everyone's spick and span. Open the door. Now I've gone back in. So now we're sitting there. Um, his cousin was there, I think. And it was just him and, and this other dude and me. So it's weird because I was all like suited and booted, right? Like, I had my suit on. I, I had like my shoes on. Like, I, you know, I was looking quite, quite good, you know, just just normal, right? And anyway, so he's like, um, oh, so what do you do? I was like, oh, yeah, I, I play games. Now, this is where that everything kind of went weird because... I, I don't do yeah, drugs. Yeah, she got weird from here. The dude's yeah, like, first yeah. of all, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're yeah. like, well, okay. Exactly. So, I don't do drugs. All right, like, I'm sure, have you ever done weed? You must have, at least once. No, no one's... The dude's, and the dude's like, you want some, you want to go back to the toilet where you've left your specs and do some cocaine And no, no, do no. some cocaine off the toilet seat? Or, oh, no. shit. No, that's just, oh, my bad. No, sorry, that's just me. Um, no, anyway. Not bad. Anyway, so check it. So now, like, I've done it, like, I only it's not something I would do in a normal thing. Like you'd have to be out, out and you know, it's only for bants anyway, sort of thing. Right. But I'm not like, you know, like one of those fucking like, yeah, come on, like roll that shit. I'm not like that at all. Um, anyway, we got there and, and he started to light one and you know, now it's weird. Now it's getting all weird. Cause I'm like, ah oh, shit, you know, I, I don't want to smoke, but like you, you know, you had to, you, you feel like you have to do it. So it's gone round now. Right. And bear in mind, like everything, like his, the whole studio was hotbox sort of prior sure. to me being there. So now First of all, just for the children listening, you don't have to do it just because everyone else is doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't just worry, guys. The children, don't worry, guys. You don't, just because everyone else is doing it. I don't give a fuck if they're a celebrity. If you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it. Continue with the story. Asim. I apologize okay. for interrupting. That's fine. So now it's, now it's gone from him to another guy, to me. Now, this is, it's weird. So <laughs> I put it to my mouth, right? And, you know, you'd, you'd think, you know, you suck in and, you know, bam, you've got in and you just blow out, right? It's all good. That didn't happen. That, that just didn't happen. So it got so awkward that I, I sucked it, right? And, and it needs to be lit again. And so I'm like, oh, fuck, like, you know, I, I'm not lighting this shit. So what I've done is very, he, luckily no one noticed. I've sucked really hard, but an ash has gone into my mouth. Right, like I, I'm better off just eating oh, the entire God. thing. I'm better off just eating the entire thing right now. <laughs> anyway, Jesus. and then I I put my head down and just gone. 
you know, just spitting it out. But like no one, no one realized. And I just passed it around. It was like, it needs to be lit again. It was like all good. So now about 20 minutes has gone past, like we're stoned, right? And then this dude starts to watch my videos. Now, he's got his speakers and everything, right? Like loud as fuck, loud as fuck, right? Oh God. He's gone to my channel, my featured video. Come on, is it gonna work? Come on! Ah! I'm like, oh no! I'm like, oh no, no! Now I'm sitting there, we're like stone. I'm like, oh no, 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 no! This can't. This, you know, this is. I'm feeling awkward now. Um, and now, like, we bear in mind, I thought he was gonna click off at that point. He ended up watching the entire thing. We just sat there watching my entire video, really, really ridiculously loud. And, and when you're like sort of like in that moment, it's crazy with what's going on. Like you're like, is this actually happening? And it was, um, you know, it was actually happening. And it, it just got so weird. Then he was going to my old videos. Then he was he was watching the plane from a plane challenge, which was even more awkward. That that's that was just random. That's a great is, video. It is. It is. It's crazy. Videos. And then you know, it, what was even more crazy is I sat there and I thought, you know, I'm actually with a guy who's like a celebrity who's i'm literally getting stoned with who's watching my videos who drunk a pig's anus like this is actually this is that's actually too much. you need to get the fuck out of there that's too much this, weird for one day this is this, yeah, this is this is actually yeah this dude legit drank a pig's anus and i'm a celebrity get me out of here so now you need, I'm sitting, you need to get out of there i'm sitting there i'm thinking you know wow this is this is actually happening um so like it was crazy, you know, now, like, now it's sort of at a stage where you're just getting high off fumes. Like, you don't even need to smoke. You just, you just walk in and you just breathe like you normally would and you get stoned, right? So, now, <laughs> now, now he's like, oh, let's play some games. I was like, oh, you got a PlayStation. He's like, no, I got a Frustration, which is a fucking board game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did this like, actually like, happen? This I, wasn't this a actual, dream. Like, this actually fucking happened. What the fuck? So he legit said, okay, let's play a game. I was like, oh, so you, have you got a PlayStation or have you got an Xbox? Um, and, and he was like, no. No, bro, let's play Monopoly. Let's play. He, was, he, was, he was like, he turned around. He's like, no, let's play Frustration. And I'm just sitting there like, who the fuck plays Frustration? You know, like, what the fuck is what? this shit? Anyway, My he's, grandma plays Frustration. That's it, who plays Frustration. Exactly. So now he's bringing out the game. Right now we've pulled a chair. We're all sitting around this thing. Now he's got these fucking aliens out, right? You know, there's a dice in the middle. There's a fucking gold thing. And, you know, it's like, okay, I'm like, yo, look, I remember getting this back. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't play this shit. I'm like, I don't know how to play this. I remember getting it as a Christmas gift back in like 2008, maybe seven. Ever since then, I, I've never played this. And he's like, oh, no, don't worry, you know, it, it's cool. So we're all extremely high now. And it's begun. The game's begun. So you have to get an alien. <laughs> it's crazy. You have to get an alien around. And then you basically have to get it to, to, to your home, right? And you've got four of them. So we're pushing the thing now, you know, the dice. Everyone's moving their aliens. As you can imagine, it comes to me. I somehow fuck it all. I literally just fuck up the whole thing. I go to push the um the dice thing and it didn't go down mate i don't think i pushed hard enough so i pushed a little bit hard and i've only gonna knock the entire game so everyone's aliens at this point have just dropped off like oh I my just God. fucked up the you entire left game. you have to have left by now no, you no, have no, to no, have no. been like fuck no. this, this is, so what i done is i was like <laughs> i'm so stoned man 
I had to do that. I was like, okay, oh. that line, that line is gonna save me. That line is gonna. And that's, he started laughing. He's like, oh, it's all good, man. So we started all over that's, again. Like, oh. That's straight out of Watch Dogs too. Oh, I was like, so <laughs> like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> okay, this is happening. So we sat there. I shit you not for three hours playing like ten games of frustration. Such a good game, you know. I got addicted to it at the end. And so now, you know, it's time. It's time to go home. I'm hoping like we're never gonna fucking meet again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know he's gonna know me as that guy so i'm like okay we're here you know so you know let, let's just get a picture it was like yeah let's get a picture for your instagram i was like okay cool so <laughs> me being me, yeah, yeah if you zoom in on my eyes and then zoom in on his eyes and do that on stream right now and then and then that's where the story ends that is i don't even need to say anything all you need to do <laughs> is just zoom in on my eyes and then zoom in on his eyes and that's it. That, it's all done. That's the story over. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the perfect transition from that story. So speaking of celebrities and like hanging out with celebrities, right? Have you heard, like you've heard of the American shows like Real Housewives? Like yeah. Real Housewives of Orange County or whatever that. I, I've never seen any of them. But there's, we've got a Real Housewives in Australia. Like uh, it's based on, it's the same, you know, brand. It's Real Housewives of Melbourne. It's the only Australian-based one. Supposedly, it's really popular in the US, apparently. It's really big internationally as well. And people here fucking love it. Never seen it. But you know how I told you? I was just in a mate's 21st. Yeah. His mother is one of the real housewives of Melbourne. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and it was the funniest... Like, because he tells this, right? Y you know when... Like, if your mate tells you something or keeps something a secret and... <laughs> He tells you, like, he tells you a secret. He's like, oh, okay, I'll tell you this now. And you're like, dude, I'm going to make fun of you so hard because you wanted to keep this a secret. Like, if you told me straight away, it would be like, oh, yeah, fair play, man. But because you're embarrassed of it, it's now your kryptonite and we will use it against you for the, the, as long as we know you and hang out with you. So it was like that because he goes, okay, uh, to a group of us. Uh, I, you know, I think we're all close enough now. Um, so my mum's a real house off in Melbourne and we're like, you should never have told us that because uh, now we always go, uh, we always talk about how we want to fuck his mom and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, and we get to this 21st tonight and first time I'd ever like seen it. And I'm not going to say which housewife she is or anything like that. I'm just going like, obviously. Um, and you know, it's all a joke when you're just like, Oh, your friend's mom's got to go on on <laughs> just for a lol. But then you see, and you're like, Oh, she's super hot, actually. This is really <laughs> <awkward>. <laughs> and, and one of my and, she, and I go I go to him like, dude, get your mum over here so we can all get a photo just for lols. And one of the girls was there, and she's a super fan of the Real Housewives. She's like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe this. And I just thought it was hilarious, so I I just you know took a photo, and uh, and uh, <laughs> And we start talking to her and stuff, and I have my mate sitting next to me, and he, I look at him, he is in a wet dream. Like, he's in a daze. And she's talking to us about, like, cause these are all my, like, uni friends that we do all film and, you know, media together, and she's talking to us about all this stuff, and, when, and like, oh, do you, if I ever need anything, I'll let you guys know, like, if, for filming or something, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, is this really happening right now? What the hell? Crazy. Anyway, as soon as she walks away... My mate turns to me and he goes, I'm going to fuck his mom so hard. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that. You don't say that. We all think you. You don't say that. You just don't. 
But that's a weird. That was weird. That was a weird moment because people are like losing their shit. There's all the like girls. They go, "Oh my god, I know." I'm like, I I don't know who this is. I just have no idea who this is. <laughs> bizarre. This is well, a bizarre that is, world. That's all good. Christ. I mean, I've never met a mediocre celebrity, so I'm, I I can't <laughs> contribute. But see, I I just think I shouldn't be allowed to do that anymore. Meet yeah, anyone that's famous. I don't famous. understand, right? Can you explain how this happened? Like, who contacted you and said, do yeah, you want to so, meet Tinchy Like, what yeah, is their thought so, process? No, so, like, I, okay, so I've been, I got in contact um, with this guy who's a camera director for all these celebrities. So he shoots their music videos, etc., etc. So he found my channel and he was like, yo, your shit's really cool. You know, we met in person. It's all good now. We become, we basically become best of friends. And then he was on the phone. He was like, I remember he was like, um, "Oh yeah, no Tinchy Strider." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> you know, like I'm not, I'm not sort of you know guy to freak out. I'm like, "Oh, really? That's cool." Um, so like he he rang him up and everything. He was like, "Yeah, I got I got this um guy. He's a YouTuber. He plays games and everything like that." And um, so this guy was already going to his studio just to chill out anyway and get stoned with him. And then Tinchy Strider was like, "Yeah, bring him along, man. I'll be sick." And then that's how it all came came about, and it all so fucked random. up. And that's then so I random. check it out, right? I, well, I was about three feet away from Jonah Hill, right? Back, it, yeah, I, it's fucking awkward. So back in, fuck, like, we're going back about three months, I'd say. And three months, August time. So I got to go to um, the red carpet event uh, for Jonah Hill's film, War Dogs. So, you know, it, it basically, I know these YouTubers, they bring me along. So, like, we're on the guest list, so, you know, we literally got to walk the red carpet. Now, you know, it's all good. No sign of Jonah Hill at this point. I'm like, oh, wait, where is this dude, you know? And so check it out. We're walking in now to screen one where he's going to be watching the film as well. So we've, well, I, I spotted him like instantly. My eye just like, my head just turned around so quick. I was like, fuck, that's Jonah Hill. Like, he's literally, I can touch him. He's like in the touching distance, right? So, so I'm like, I'm like, okay. Just get like, up and let's... touch his face. Yeah, so, so bear in mind, he's been interviewed at this time. So he's got fucking camera in his face and like fucking pictures left, right, and center. So I was like, you know, it's only right that, you know, I get a little selfie. So this is what, this is what happened. So <laughs> I went in front of him, not, not like very close. We're talking about like 20 feet now. So I'm 20 feet in front of him. He's been interviewed and, um, I, I've got out my phone, you know, we're on front, fa you know, face front face cam now and everything. And the lighting, it's it's not picking up Jonah Hill's face. Like Jonah Hill is just a fucking <laughs> bright light. So I'm like, oh shit, like if I focus it on his face, no one's going to see me. But then if I focus it on my face, no one's going to see him. So I'm like, okay. So, you know, like any other human thinks, you know, which was the worst decision I'd done. I was like, okay, let's just turn the camera the other way around. So now I've rotated my body, turned the camera, so it's pointing directly at him. I've zoomed in on his face. He's looked at me. Now he's looking at my fucking camera awkwardly as fuck. Like, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to show you the picture. Bail. It's, fuck it. it's fucking awkward. You right, just you get can... into the worst situations. Like, what the? F Why is no like, one following you with a camera filming your life? I like... know. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find a picture on my phone. I'm gonna show you all the the test I took. Right, and then it's just, it's just the whole process of how it all fucked up. Anyway, so when I figured, you know, like, because I, I saw it on my screen, I'm like, oh fuck, look, he's actually looking. I'm like, oh fuck, he's actually looking. Like, fuck, <laughs> like Far this out. is. 
this is no joke. Like, this dude is legit looking. So um, I'm like, oh, fuck it. Let's just take a snap. So I got his face looking at my camera very, very awkwardly. Um, and then basically, oh, hold on. I'm trying to find this picture. It's not, I don't know how far I'm going back. All right, here we are. Okay, so I'm putting one in the chat now. So this is the one when the lighting is just like Jonah Hill was a fucking light right now in this picture. So then this, this was when I was like, oh, fuck, like I need to, you know, change that about. Okay, anyway, when, so we, and we can track it on the track on the street. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I'm going to add the other ones in. Hold up. I'm just it's That's so like it weird that he's like looking at your camera phone and like he's not even near you. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Anyway, so after that happened, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I got a picture, you know, what any other human does, post it on Facebook, you know, sure. just just to let my old friends know, like, hey, I'm becoming slightly relevant now, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> John Hill so, looked at my phone. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that's, um, so now after, like, he awkwardly looked at me, then I got another one. Um, so that's when he's looking at my camera the first one. The second one is when I'm like, oh, let's, let's retry and then the next one, the next one is the final one. This is the final one. So after basically he was looking at my phone and I realized that, oh, fuck, you know, I just turned around, was like, okay, you've got a picture, Rebel, like, fuck it. Let's just go into the fucking oh, screen now. Let's just, let's just hope he doesn't fucking come in. Five minutes later, he comes into the same fucking room. I'm literally at the front. He's seen me again. Now, if I was Jonah Hill, I'd be like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, it's fucking weirdo. Like, what the <laughs> is fucking guy? That's how I would be. Um, and then he raised his eyebrows at me. And I was like, okay, that's, it's officially done. Jonah Hill. You're not, be, you're not friends with him. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, not, we're, not, we're not friends, right? Um, you can't be friends. It's we all can't, over. We can't be friends. But now I know, you know, when he can reflect back to his premiere... There should be that slight memory of me. <laughs> oh, you're that weird guy. Oh. Uh, you're that weird guy, yeah. And then I found another picture on Twitter after. Um, so I'll, sh I'll put it in the chat. And if you look to the right, you can see the side of my head. You can see my ears. And then there's Jonah Hill in front of me. So we're, we're that close now at that moment. So that's okay. basically... That was fucking awkward. That The first time... I think I, it wasn't so much about freaking out. It was just about being shocked and how you even got into that position as a whole, which is crazy. But Jesus Christ, that happened. I mean, I was before before I took the selfie, I was in touching distance. Like I could have just tapped him on his shoulder and just fucked up everything. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. I was like, no, nah, let, let's not do that. But yeah, that was another story in a nutshell. All in the space of like the couple of months, the last couple of months. This, this podcast I, I just think now to myself <clears throat> you know obviously having you on us and i'm like i know it's gonna be pure banter and obviously i prepare content for the podcast but then i think to myself do i even need it and we're 40 minutes in and we haven't i haven't even looked at this shit we, <laughs> we could talk about because we are just bantering and it's just absolutely hilarious all oh, the stories are brilliant it's, just it's fantastic. great asim's adventures yeah. That's, <laughs> the segment. that's the segment that's the podcast. um yeah uh i did while we have a chance while there's a gap here okay uh two minutes james uh if you'll allow yeah, me yeah, yeah, fine. people have been asking if you'll get your two minutes i'll give you two minutes 
James is allowed usually 30 seconds only of UFC talk. But because of the historic event that transpired on November 12th, 2016, at Madison Square Garden in New York City, I'm given two minutes. James, you want to put a timer on for me? Oh, uh, yeah, no, wait, 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 give me two Be seconds. strict about it. Be, be strict about this timer. So right, I'm going right, to talk right. about... Okay. I'll give you, I'll UFC... give you a go in one second. Yeah. All right, okay, okay. we're ready. I'm going to start. So we have UFC 205 that happened uh, this past weekend. Not this one that we're in right now. The one prior, where Conor McGregor became the greatest UFC champion in history. The first ever UFC fighter to become a world champion in two different weight divisions, the featherweight title, the lightweight title. He destroyed Eddie Alvarez. He looked like the next Anderson Silva. Conor McGregor has already been the greatest star in the history of the UFC. He's now on a new stratosphere. Not to mention the card had the likes of Ioanni and Jacek retaining a title, the great Tyron Woodley fighting Wonderboy in a draw for the welterweight title. What a fight that was. Misha Tate retiring, Chris Weidman, Yol Romero, Frankie Edgar, Jeremy Stevens, Khabib Nurmagomedov fighting Michael Johnson. It was just a crazy card, but to ta- top it off with Conor McGregor making history, that was the greatest UFC card of all time, and Conor McGregor remains the biggest star in the history of the company and now in the likes of the top five greatest fighters in the history of mixed martial arts. He is greatness and he's only going to achieve more and it's it's phenomenal. And I fucking love Connor. so it was a huge day for me to see that and to just the way he destroyed Eddie Alvarez. He couldn't be touched. Hands behind his back, just beautiful. Using that left hand, that touch of death to destroy Eddie and become the UFC lightweight champion of the world. Is that my two minutes? Oh, that's, you've still got like 30 seconds. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to keep going there. Yeah, just go for it. Just the way he toyed with Eddie in that fight was – I was shocked. I thought, you know, Eddie could definitely win. And Eddie's never been knocked out by strikes. Eddie has never been taken out by strikes before. He's been knocked down. He always gets back up and fights back harder. Connor knocked him down three times in the first round. And then in the second round just toys with him and destroys him in that – four-punch combo was lightning fast, lightning fast. It was two true greatness from Conor McGregor. And that's my two minutes, ladies and gentlemen. There's Brilliant. a UFC talk. Brilliant. You know, I'm and not I... even like a big fan of UFC, to be fair, but like for the last week, I've just been like watching non-stop Conor McGregor stuff. Oh, why wouldn't is, you? It is what? like, I, I, I misjudged him, right? First time, like I thought, oh, like he's just an overrated guy, you know, he's a dick. But like after watching so many interviews, like where he's, you know, at the weigh-ins and stuff like that, and then, you know, just separate interviews where he's not even like UFC related sort of thing. He's like genuinely a humble guy. Oh, he's and such I, I a think, nice guy. Yeah. He's such a nice dude. The way, every video you see him, he's so nice, humble, takes accent, photos with every fan there. Is the best. His accent is the best. He's hysterical. And just Shut to... Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the way he walked into the press conference before two days before the fight in a fucking red turtleneck and a Gucci long yeah. white fur coat looking and like it... a pimp Santa Claus because he doesn't give a fuck. He's yeah. like, I'll dress up like I want. I don't give a fuck. He was like, then I'm running shot... on time on my schedule, ain't it? Something like that. Because they were like, why are you late? Well, why are you yeah, late? Why are you late? Sorry. Shut up late to the press conference. First thing he gets on the mic, because Eddie goes, if my opponent's not here, I'm going to leave until he gets here. Eddie leaves. Connor gets up, takes Eddie's title belt <laughs> off the table, puts it down so he's got two belts, and he says, sorry, I'm late. I just don't give a fuck. And I'm like, yeah, boy, 
Conor McGregor does what the fuck he wants, and now he's a two-division champion. It's incredible, and I hope there's so many fights from him in the future, but I hope I want to see the Nate Diaz trilogy at, for the lightweight title. Give me at in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center in February, UFC 209, Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, lightweight championship. That's what I want to see. I'd love to see him fight Khabib, but Nate first. That's my yeah, okay. That's the UFC talk. <laughs> Sorry, man, you can't. Oh, it's so tough. But it's Conor McGregor. We need to start a UFC series on your channel where Tyler's talks UFC things. That's the yeah, that would well. that would be good. I I feel like it because I just it's all I live and breathe UFC. I fucking love it. And talk, there was two fight cards today. You had Bellator on, and you have UFC Belfast, UFC San Paulo in Brazil. God damn it, I could talk about UFC all day. <laughs> oh, God. Classic UFC. My bad. My bad. Sorry, guys. Should we, should we, what's on your list that you have? Because I feel oh, like God. we should touch it a little bit. We probably should touch it. <laughs> okay. So, over the past week and week, two weeks, Watch Dogs 2's come out. It has. It's a big game. It's a big release. You've both played it. Can I get your general thoughts, reactions to the game? We'll start with Asim. What do you think of Watch Dogs 2? Definitely wasn't what I expected. In a good way. In a good way. Because when they announced Watch Dogs 2, I was like, you know, it's going to be like, I feel like the whole gameplay feature, just the whole hacking, you know, theme as a whole is unique regardless and you're going to have fun with that. But then I sort of was going back to, you know, what when well when they showcased the first Watch Dogs game, you know, compared to when it was out. Because I don't know if any of you guys can relate to me, but I like personally, I can't really get into a dull game, especially an open world. Like I feel it has to have some sort of life to it, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. Um, because I mean, yeah, Watch I mean, Dogs, it'd be, a bit, it'd be a bit strange if you could, if you were like, oh yeah, dull games. I love a good dull game. Yeah, that has nothing no, to I mean, it's a good time. I, I think like Chicago you know, first for the first Watch Dogs game, it wasn't exactly the best location, to yeah, be completely I honest. I agree. And, 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 and that's, that's where it did give that really, really dull theme. And then, you know, they went ahead with that downgrade and everything. Mm. Um, so, you know, me just being me, I was like, you know, they're probably going to downgrade this somehow, you know, some way. But when the game came out, and, you know, I only played it, like, the other day, like, three days ago, something like that. And, you know, I fell in love with it. It's, it's something different about this one. Um, first of all, location. I think that was a good location. Um, then going on to the whole gameplay features as a whole sort of thing. Like now you have that ability, you know, like when you hack someone's phone, you can message them and, you know, like piss around with them. You can act gay to a man and then they beat you up and then you can knock them out and then like the ambulance comes and like wakes him up and stuff. Like tiny little features like this you know, it, it sort of intrigues you more mm. in, into the game. So, so far, my impressions are good. Uh, but to be fair, I've only played it about one time. Like, today I'm meant to be making a video on it, which I'm going to do, like, after this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just going to play it for, like, another two hours, mess about. But all around at this very moment, I think it's a good game. It's good. Fantastic. Okay. James, James, what do you think? Uh, well, um, I mean... Everyone knows that I didn't really like Watch Dogs 1 that much. I thought it was kind of boring. I mean, it's not a terrible game at all. It's just not amazing. I think that Watch Dogs 2... I, in terms of the story and the characters, it's not 
stand out in any way. I don't think the characters are that good. I mean, to be fair, I have said, and George said as well, like, at first they're like, oh, this is just super cringe. I can't fucking deal with this. But after a while, they kind of grow on you, like... It's kind of like, yeah, they're all right. I kind of like them together. They're not amazing. They're not. I'm not gonna like be like next this time next year and be like, oh, fucking remember Watch Dogs two? Those characters were so good. We need more like that. But they're fun in the game. I can deal with them. Um, That's the a terrible play, review. Like, I can yeah, deal no, with no, them. No, no, just no, no, just no. Keep listening. It's it's okay. Um, but that's my only criticism. But I think that's not because the characters are badly designed. It's not because they have bad acting. They're not bad characters. They just don't appeal to me personally. I'm sure that everyone else yeah. out there really likes the characters. Like, I think that Wrench can be funny. I think that Marcus is a good main protagonist. Like, he's not too cringe, but and he, he's just a good character. I like him. Uh, Josh, I, I actually, I really like Josh. He's funny. He just does fucking stupid. Like, he's, he's just a great character. And then uh, the only one I really, really hate is Satara. She's just fucking annoying she's just classic feminist sjw just fuck off i can't fucking stand her but the others are good and all right you know um but that's the only criticism i have really the gameplay is good it's really good it's better than watchdogs one definitely there's so much more you could hack and do it's like watchdogs one had the hacking on top of the world but it's like watchdogs 2 integrates the hacking into the world so it's like if you see something you're kind of like i wonder if i can hack this like oh shit i actually can hack that like you wouldn't expect to after playing the first watchdogs and yeah. everything's way more interactive, like, um, where you can just, like, you see a person on the street, you can just hack into them and, like, look into their text messages, or, like, there's different options you can do, like, you can distract guards with hacking, and, like, the stealth is way more in-depth and stuff see, like that. See, one thing, one thing I feel they did miss out on, like, if we switch over to vehicle sides of, of things, I mean, like, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's standard, like, motorbikes and new cars and everything, you know, they're good. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't really know why they didn't include aircrafts, you yeah, know, whether that be a helicopter. Because really can you imagine seeing like, okay, let's say you're, there's an airport, the game, right? Um, you know, like GTA when, you know, the planes are coming into land, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like you have to sort of be within a bound, right? Some sort of like boundary with it. But like, wouldn't it have not been called to be able to hack aircrafts when they're in the air, if that makes sense? Yeah. But I, I see that I don't understand. You can hack one. You can hack. Well, you, the only thing you can do is you can hack helicopters, same as Watch Dogs One. Like when if there's a helicopter tracking you and you get the upgrade, you can just hack the helicopter. Yeah, but no, I mean like you still. It. Yeah, but just the fact of you actually being well, having the ability to you know fly one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it would have been great. Like I don't understand because it's. I mean, with Chicago, I kind of get it. The map was kind of small. Didn't really like. Yeah, were, but San Francisco. Really sense, but, yeah, but San Francisco. Like I don't. I. I feel like there should have been at least helicopters you can pilot. Like, it feels like... Because it's such a big map, and it's very different. Like, there's obviously the countryside areas. There's, like, the mountainy kind of areas. There's, like, then the city areas. Yeah. Like, it feels like you definitely should have been able to have helicopters in the game. I don't really understand why they're not there. Um, yeah, I think with... But, uh, if, uh, if you had to sort of narrow it, narrow it down, though, <clears throat> I'd say, like, this is... It, it's sort of going for Game of the Year. In, in my personal opinion, well, in terms of uh, like the open world category, like compare it to Mafia Three. Mafia Three oh, was a letdown for me. No, that was a big. Fuck that was that fucking. Game. Jesus what the fuck Ooh. even happened with that? Like that, I, the, the second one was amazing. Like oh, oh so one of the best games I've ever played. Ma Mafia Three. Oh my god. It's what a disgusting. Game. The god. story's amazing. The gameplay. Yeah, is it's, trash. it's the thing. The thing with Mafia Three is. The main story missions are really good, and the character development is really good. 
but it's yeah. the fucking getting to it. Like, there's probably, like, how many are... There's, like, 12 missions in the game, and the rest is just fucking taking over districts to get to the next story mission. It takes fucking ages, and it's so boring. It feels like it gets repetitive like, okay, as well. Cool. Yeah, it does. It's just... it's The way they structured the game, I understand what they were going for, because Mafia 2 didn't have enough open-world stuff. Like, it was a very linear game. But they did the fucking opposite with Mafia 3. It's all open-world side missions with like the story is like so it's not as present as it should be in a mafia game yeah it's just i just they just went so everything was shit gameplay direction this has been a weird year for me for games though because mafia 2 one of my favorite games ever watchdogs 1 was my favorite game of 2014 i fucking love the first watchdogs i liked there's plenty of stuff wrong with it, but there's so much stuff right with it. I love the world. I love the concept. I love the story. The character was pretty fun. I thought it was what he needed to be. But then you get to this year and you've got games like Mafia 3 and Watch Dogs 2, games I should be excited for, sequels to games I loved. But I haven't played Mafia 3. I haven't played Watch Dogs 2 at all. And I have no desire to because... I looked at Mafia 3 and I thought, why in the world are we not playing as Vito again? There was no reason to make a new character and start all over again. No reason yeah. when there's a great character with more stories to tell. Makes no sense, as it is. And to have him in the game to just tease us like, oh, you, I know you like him, but you can't play as him. Then you've got Watch Dogs 2, of which <clears throat> I've talked about this in the last podcast. And I, and to me, it was cemented. Like, I, I haven't played it. And I've got to give the game a chance in terms of I'm sure I trust both of you when you say the gameplay is great. Huge improvements. I'm sure it's amazing. And I and I like those little things in games. Those are what makes a good game to a great game and the little things like that. But I just, it's not for me. And I know it from the story and I know it from the characters. I just, I can't take the game seriously. I watched the first hour of James playing it and I cringed and I thought it was the most ridiculously written script ever. A line was literally, oh, man, I was so lit last night. And I'm like, dude, it sounds like a 50-year-old who doesn't, who's out of touch with young people wrote a script about 20-year-old people. Yeah. True. I'm like, that's not how we actually talk. And if someone talked like that, I'd want to punch them in the face. Like, those aren't the people I'd want to hang out with. It's like, I'm playing as the stupid people my age that I don't like. That's who the characters are. So it's not a game that draws me in. Sure, I'm, the gameplay is probably amazing. The world's amazing. I'm sure I love the first one. But when the characters are cringeworthy and they're people that I don't like, I just can't take it seriously. And I'm sure other people like it. I'm sure other people think it's great and good for them. And if it's for you, that's amazing. I'm, pr I'm happy for you. But for me, it's just yeah. not my thing. And it's not a game I want to play. It's not a game I think I could take seriously. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know what you mean. It's it's difficult. Like I also was the same when I first started playing it. Like obviously you were watching me play. It was just, just the, the way the characters speak and interact. I think is it's just unrealistic. It's like not no one no one's like this. This is like for sure. Like let's, let's stop. But um, well, I think once you get into it, the characters get better with each other. They're still not perfect and they're still sometimes they say things and i'm like oh fucking hell like it's just <laughs> but the thing is it's not so bad that i don't want to play it although yeah. saying that i haven't played it for a good week so um shit well you know i mean it's it's still a good game like it's not it's not a bad game but yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say Game of the Year since uh, Uncharted 4 came out this year. Oh, I was going to say, Uncharted 4 this year. If, 
if anyone goes to me, Watch Dogs 2 is better than Uncharted 4. <clears throat> I want to slap you in the face. Watch Dogs 2 is better than Uncharted 4. I'm a gentleman. James, I'm, I'm going to need you to tell Asim because I'm not talking to him. Um, I'm going to need you to tell him that he's no longer my friend and he needs to leave right now. So, uh, Uncharted 4 is a masterpiece. Oh, it it is. is a masterpiece. It's a near-perfect game in See, every way. They've never really put out a disappointing Uncharted game, well, to be fair. Is, so they, they don't but then they still the concept up. of How they people. S- how they step it up astounds me. Not just with the gameplay. Gameplay happens when you get better technology, you get more money, bigger budget. That just happens. But somehow they make the characters you already love even more lovable, even cooler, even better storylines. It's I'm just like, how do they do it? How do they one-up the epicness again and again and again, let alone the gameplay and graphics were just... I've never played a game of that level. There's yeah. no game this year that will be better than Uncharted 4. It just isn't, simply just is not. Yeah, Uncharted 4 was incredible. See, I haven't played Uncharted 4, to be fair. Oh, how? how? I, I just... Fucking play it right I don't... now. <laughs> see, I... See, I... I mean, now I've only moved away from Just Cause 3, which is bad, in a you way. Like, I... With your life. Do you want to... Yeah, you I'm excited. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's no, no more cutting self... Okay, thank you God. Know, no, no self-harm <laughs> right, involved. Dude, I've been okay. playing this... De- Look, right? That game burnt me out big time. Like... Yeah, you want to snap it? Oh, God. You want to <sighs> take the disc? You want to snap it? But yeah. It's not I even that, like... It's just that I, I played it too much. <laughs> I, pl- I, pl- I play... Like, it, it is... It, I mean, like, if you just go to my fucking videos, like, all you see is yeah. just goes free. Um, I but, like, play that game too much. It's just not... It's not, it's not it, possible. It, I mean, it's, it's crazy because, like, everyone was still enjoying it, but it's like, no, like, stop. Just stop. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Well, I mean, it's all... It's, I mean... I think the reason is it's it's all the it's all the kids that just want to watch the same shit yeah. over and over again. So and they're the like, thing keep is... doing it, Super Rebel. And you're like, please, I'm going to kill myself. Just stop. And then, and then I had to make a video called my fucking final video i was like look i i'm burnt out now but um no like now i'm playing I'm, I'm looking to play different games so on my list now is Watch Dogs 2 if there's a game i don't know if you guys have played it it hello neighbor no. i only got a code for it yesterday um but no. i've been watching like loads of people play it and it it looks fun <laughs> like just for whole gameplay features as a whole the you know the aim of the game etc looks like a cool game um, but while, I think while, while we're on the topic though, I do want to talk to you about this, about being burnt out with YouTube, but also about what's been going on with you and your channel the last since last time we talked to you seven, eight, nine months, however long it's been. What is it specifically that's burnt you out, and what has killed that motivation? Is it just Just Cause Three? Is it something you're you're doing in terms of your videos or is it something you want to do with your videos instead like what is it exactly that's made you feel this way so for me like i mean well next month pretty much marks a year for just cause free but like as you guys know before all of this you know i, I was sort of like a news guy um were, that's true. yeah I, I i would you know i was like reporting news and i kind of got to a stage um you know, where I was like, I, I don't really want to be just known for a news guy, you know, because when you're that news guy, you know, you, you people only see one side to you, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, yeah. And so it's like, you know, like, I'm not, you know, trying to be like, 
up my own ass. But like, I, I don't class myself as a funny person, but I love to make people laugh, if that makes sense. But like, I won't be like, yeah, I'm fucking funny. Like, I can make anyone laugh. But like, I like making jokes and like making people happy sort of thing if that makes sense you know like you're not like you're an you're an entertainer man absolutely yeah, that's what yeah. see like i it's weird because I, I wouldn't really class myself as that because i don't intentionally i just sort of be myself and i want to like have the same banter and you know just all around you know make people laugh um so basically when just cause three came out that was my, my opportunity to you know change my sort of my life around completely um and you know it, it definitely did prove at that stage that people you know felt closer to me in the sense of like know who i am more when i was doing the funny moments which i loved you know and and that sort of give gave me motivation within that first month so i, I was like okay like i, I want to do this further of course just because free is a big game now what i the mistake i made is that i kind of kept it always to just cause free um when in reality i should have really um, well, still done Just Cause 3, but at least put a different game out every week as well. Mm-hmm. Or another two games. Um, so, like, it, it sort of did... I sort of did that and sort of didn't at the same time, but, like, it's all good, you know, because obviously the way... The way I sort of got was if a video doesn't get as much views as a Just Cause 3 video, you know, does, then that means, you know, I, I haven't been entertaining, if that makes sense. But but you've got your audience right from mainly not all definitely not all but mainly just cause so it's not a note yeah. of whether you're entertaining or not <laughs> it's just not necessarily what they're used to yet with that audience you've got to be like almost vigorous with your new ideas and concepts eventually people will click on it and eventually the people who are entertained by it will stick around and that keeps growing and growing and growing and you convert your audience in a sense exactly. it's not going to be all of them it's just not possible to be all of them yeah but, no, see, but now like after taking this break i mean now i'm excited you know to come back and make and make content you know playing like different games as a whole <clears throat> like i'm excited to do that whereas before i sort of had a fear to do that and when i did i, I like I feel like when you get a certain amount of views on something, you always feel like if you don't get that certain amount, you know, you're doing shit. And that's yeah, the yeah. sort of perspective that you shouldn't have. But, like, you sometimes can't help it. Mm. Um, you know, like, now I've got the mind, even if a video gets 100 views and, like, freaking, like, 50 likes, I'd be happy with that because I know percentage-wise, every person, you know, that clicked that. Yeah, you know, that's it. You see what I mean? Um, oh, dude, 100%. But it's... But it's all about, isn't YouTube? Why'd you start YouTube? I know you've gotten big yeah, now, and, and you are. You are. What do you mean, you, you are a big YouTuber now. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really say I am. If sure, but compared to, compared to me, absolutely you are. You know, I've only got a couple thousand. Well, you, you're sitting there almost a hundred thousand. Yeah, sorry, no, I, yeah, probably, yeah, probably shouldn't have said you wouldn't have, you, you wouldn't have a podcast without me because I make all the content. But oh, no. well, yeah. <laughs> But when you started, I assume you started a similar reason why James did, a similar reason why I do, which is just like, I just like doing it. Yeah. I put out videos I know that are going to get less views than an Assassin's Creed video because, I mean, I don't really give a fuck. I want to do the video. That's fun yeah. for me. I will always do videos <laughs> I know people watch me to see, but I will also do videos I want to do at the same time. It has to be both. Yeah. I can't yeah. just do videos other people want because that might just bore me and I can't just do videos I want because then no one's going to give a shit. Mm. It's got to be a mixture and you kind of convert them and you meet people halfway. It's like a compromise. Yeah. I don't I mean, think that's a bad thing at all. If see, you know what for, I mean. Yeah. So like, 
I mean, now I, my, my whole mind's changed, but I, I feel like I just got locked into a certain mode where I had to feel, you know, I have to get a video out this day for that day because I won't be here this day or I won't be able to, I've got to get this challenge out before this person maybe does it. Do you see what I mean? Oh, God. And yeah. that, that, I'm not oh, going to lie, that really, really, really does affect the quality of videos because I, I mean, when you, it's a known fact, I'm sure you guys can relate to this as well. No matter how long the video is going to be, whether it's half an hour long, whether it's five minutes long, whether it's an hour long, if you loved making that, you can't wait to edit it. You just can't wait. You, you know, you want to edit it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but for me, it got to a stage where like, I'd have a half hour video. It's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I've got to edit this now. And then I'd, I'd, I'd literally start off like the first minute and then I'd just leave it. You know, my mind would just be going elsewhere. Whereas if you compare that, you know, moment and, and momentum as a whole back to early stages of it, it was like, oh, yes, I can't wait to get this out to show people I've done this. Or, you know, that we almost done this. You see what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so now, for me personally, I found my, my key, you know, as a whole like my, my sort of theme for my channel and that's doing challenges in games. I love to have myself a challenge, whether I'm going to achieve it or whether I'm not just the fact to sort of take a shot at something and have fun doing it. That's the aim. I was like, I personally prefer that more than just, you know, doing funny moments because I can't watch someone else's videos where it's just funny moments to be completely honest, unless there's got to be a theme to it. So I sort of take that into perspective and I'm like, if I don't like watching that, I'm not going to make something like that. You yeah. see what I mean? But yeah. the downfall is, it's not like that with every game because like this game like Hello Neighbor, for example, it's got its own theme. It's got its own challenge to it. You, you see what I mean? But with an open world game, you know, there's always something that I want to just try that's crazy. But before I had that, like this break done me good to be fair. Because if I didn't take it, my mind would still be in the same sort of thing. Um, and I guess before I did you know, make a decision to actually make that final video, to take that break, um, I took everything into, you know, into mind on what I was doing as a person. And I was, I'm not going to lie, you know, I, I would say I'd done some clickbait stuff. Um, oh no! What are you talking about? I didn't. No, I didn't notice that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's bad, you know. Like, I mean, sometimes it's generally like you the way you, the way YouTube works, right? No, like you can upload a, a freaking picture, right, and have the most amazing thumbnail and the most clickbaity title. It will blow up no matter what, right? Yes, hundred percent. But, but why, I, I, yeah. Why does that matter? Why does that matter so much? Exactly. That's the thing. So this is where it goes back onto where I was feeling, you know, I'm not getting certain amounts of, or certain amount of views on this and that. But now, like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to make my title creative, but where it's not like clickbait. You know, like, if I go back to my old videos, like, playing from a plane challenge and just cause free, it's a catchy title. It's, and it looks exactly fun. And that's exactly what it is. And that's yeah, what yeah, it is. Exactly. No, you know, and then, like, true. stacking planes on planes. That's exactly what i done. Yeah, that's and perfect. Like, that's the, insane, the insane plane movie stunt in Just Cause 3. I tried to reenact the stunt from a movie in Just Cause 3. You see, all that was there, and it was allowing my mind to be more creative because that's a fun process for me, making a title and a thumbnail um, like on the, on the final stages. So that's always the most important part well, to, to any YouTuber, really. Because um, yeah. you, know, you, you want to sort of... And I feel like that allows your mind to be a lot more creative but it's crazy now because now I'm about to go completely off topic. 
I got to a stage where when I figured like I can do this stuff like you know I, I can make people laugh and stuff I was like you know fuck it, I want to try and get involved in acting as well like now that's for my 2017 goal like to sort of get a foot into acting and I know I know it's like super crazy right but you know when you your mind just somehow becomes focused on something completely different but you're excited to try it out that's absolutely that's what happened because like, I'm not really allowed to say, but basically I'm going to be on TV next month or end of this yep. month. Yep. Um, so I sort of see that like, cause when I was filming for that, I, I was having a ton of fun. I was like, wow. Like, you know, I, I can talk shit. Like I, I'm literally talking shit and they're liking this. So it was sort of like, okay, I want to take this further because you know, I, I love making people laugh as a whole. And now that's yeah, the sort absolutely. of route I want to take. Now, YouTube, definitely, I'm going to continue doing it. I'm going to work my ass off with it. But if I generally don't want to put anything out for like a couple of days, I'm not going to do it. Simply, you know, because that's what I didn't do before. Before yeah. I forced myself to make it. Yeah. You see what I mean? I get yeah, you. That's, yeah, that's, I get yeah. you. I, I, have a, I have similar stuff that go on all the time. I, did, I was doing stand-up comedy this year because I just decided there was just kind of my mind went to that and I like making people laugh. I like being a silly dickhead telling jokes to people and you know, this podcast, me telling stories, me talking shit, people love it. So I'm like, well, obviously let's see if I can translate that to the stage. And I mean, I'm a pretty confident dude, so I had no issue, you know, talking to people. So, and I had a fucking blast doing it. I did a few times like, and you know, I got it out of my system. I just didn't want to do it anymore. It wasn't that I didn't like it. I was like, I loved it. But I'm kind of that that weird like goal I had of like, I need to do, I need to do, I need to do. It was all, it was all I was thinking about. And then when I did it for a while, I was like, oh, that was cool. Um, next thing now. I just kind of moved on. <laughs> it was on to like something else. And, you know, I did a, a live action show with people this year as well, like other things. So I get what you're saying, going from one thing to the next. And in terms of YouTube – to not do the same thing, you want to keep progressing, keep doing content people like, but almost you change their minds of what they want to see. They think they're watching you for the same thing, but you progress and change. I know James and I have huge ambitions over the next yeah. you know year or so to grow and make what we do now 10 times bigger than where we are now. And I think even from last year where the podcast was, where you first came on to now, this podcast has blown up way more. It definitely has than when we talked for the first time if you know what i mean like it's uh, people know us just for the podcast like people are like oh it's Tyler. he's from kill Connor club they don't know me from anything else yeah like you, you actually know? have the podcast on like itunes and stuff like that's an achievement oh see, yeah and that's the, true it looks great see, on itunes that's it does and you see the thing is i i definitely believe you know no matter how whatever like everyone's got ambitions right everyone you know whether it's big ambitions or you know just a simple ambition to you know maybe go get yourself a car or go get yourself a house or you know, you know just like things like that but what like a lot of people do is sort of give up halfway and i i sort of think like well, it's, it's actually a quote from Conor McGregor. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it's like, um, failure is the secret ingredient to success. Yes, that's it. So things like that, you know, it, it really hits you because you can go to anyone that sort of, you know, achieved their goals. Like I said, whether they're big goals or small goals, they've failed, you know, regardless. And I think yeah. the biggest, because there was another thing he was saying, I think, you know, it's like, it's sort of a, not a race, but like it's sort of, 
the people, you know, you're going to stand out more, you know, because everyone, someone might have a crazy cool idea that can blow up, right? But they're not, they give up halfway. And, but you carry on doing it and pushing it out and pushing it out and you're going to make it because you're not giving up. And absolutely. And I it's, think, and it's the seeking the uncomfortable. Yeah. And you will become comfortable. See, doing now that's, things that people don't want to do and they don't expect to do. And eventually, if you just make yourself do it, sure, it's uncomfortable, but eventually it will become your comfort zone. No, but I agree with that, definitely. Mm. So now, like, my that is now my perspective, you know, of life as a whole in anything. You know, failure is the secret ingredient to success. Absolutely. That's true. I agree with you, man. That's a good point. The, yeah. the, there's nothing better than overcoming adversity than facing a challenge and whether you you win or you you lose well i mean as long as you're trying it like again it's another conor mcgregor fucking quote because i mean he's a fucking inspiration <laughs> uh from his coach john cavanaugh is you win or you learn if you're out yeah. there trying if you're out there working your ass off if you're out there doing something you can't lose it's just not possible to lose you will either win and accomplish something or you will learn from that experience and you will get better from there as long as you continue to keep trying if something bad happens and you give up you lose if yeah. you don't try you lose if you fail and you're like okay dust yourself off i know what i did wrong let's learn from it let's keep going and win the next one or you lose the next one you keep growing 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 it's again you win or you learn if you're out there trying it, it's just you will always accomplish something. Yeah. It's not always what you expect to accomplish, but you will always accomplish something great. Yeah. See, another thing is, you know, like all three of us now, it's crazy. You know, James, I remember when you had like, was it, I think like 5,000 or 1,000 subscribers or something like that. You've come a long way since True. then. That's 21,000 people. And in Tyler, you got... Assassin's Creed YouTube around. It's crazy. That's what I mean. It's crazy. And then Tyler, you got 6,000 people. Like, if you think these are like 6,000 and 21,000 individual people, you've somehow made them want to click subscribe. Now, can you imagine all of those people, you know, in one place and you just in the center? That's Do you weird. see what that's I mean? That's fucking intimidating. It, Jesus Christ. It is, that's weird. It's because you're so short. No one would see you, James. Oh, yeah, no worries. It's actually mental. And I think, you know, sometimes when you are succeeding, you don't even notice you are sort of thing. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, I, I made a second channel, didn't I? Um, did. just Just for, like, vlogging and stuff. And obviously, you know, it's not like my first channel. And it sort of hits you hard, you know, when you start from zero and it's like, wow, like, what you have on your, your channel compared, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's such a big difference. Like, and you sometimes... I wouldn't say take it for granted, but you, you sort of like feel you're not sort of achieving things, but when, you know, in all reality, you are. Yeah, but you because, just like, have higher goals, yeah, which is when, good. When you, like, because when you, when you do YouTube, it, it progresses so gradually that you get to a point, like like you said, like where I am now, and it's just kind of, this just feels normal. But, like, if you kind of just put this on me from, like, four years ago, and it just happened, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is fucking insane. Yeah, but because it happens I mean, so gradually, it's just like this is just normal. It just nothing feels, you know, doesn't feel. Yeah. Or anything. I mean, like you, you know, looking it. at looking at your videos now, um, James, like you, you legit are like fucking like all Assassin's Creed fans must love you. Oh, like you are, you are the go-to person. Like and it's crazy because I remember you were saying you used to watch my videos back before we even knew each other. Oh, which is yeah. enough, that is uh, that's crazy. And like here we are now. But I'm taking a look at your videos, right? Like. Um, even, like, 
exactly and and even like your clickbait shit you know like what the fuck happened to this game franchise you know? it's, <laughs> it's, it's the thing is you get people clicking and you know like think your first impressions right 1500 people actually gave a fuck to hear what you think mm. like that's mental and then let's play assassin's creed Vietzio collection 10,000 that's crazy dude like i know that's fucking mental that is legit fucking crazy so and it's it's, and it the, is the way is like sometimes you know i've done this before right I've actually uploaded one of my videos that I'm going to put on my main channel or that is on my main channel on a different um, channel just to see how many views it gets. I remember it got like five or something like that in the whole 24-hour process. Um, and, you know, again, like things like that just hit you hard. Like, do you see what I mean? Mm. If, that, if that makes mm. sense. Like, you, you've actually built yourself as a person. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting way to look at it. I mean... When I, when I look at James, for example, because I see the work he's done of the past 12 months, and I mean, I could go on about the fact of how pissed off I get at Ubisoft for ignoring him and treating him like shit compared <laughs> to the, the other people who do nothing and he, they give them everything because they suck Assassin's Creed's dick. This guy puts in more work than all of them, makes way better content than all of them, and gets nothing. Even and to me, I, I, to me, I've, I've said this to James at this point. Now I said, you are so big, you don't need to give a fuck what they say or do for you, because you are continuing to grow at such a rapid rate. You're only going to get bigger, not because of them, in spite of them. So don't even worry about that sort of shit. His content is so good and getting better and better and better, and it's awesome for me to watch as as his friend and just and someone that works with him and stuff. And it's just. Uh, phenomenal to see he's growing in a similar way that you did um asim when you know just cause 3 came out you had that huge yeah. growth and uh, and with all that work you did and you were the the videos you were putting out every single day multiple videos a day like it was insane to watch it was something to behold the work you were just yeah. killing the game see and, and that's James, exactly to like see him do the same thing at the moment is is awesome yeah. See, that's the thing. When you have a passion for something, you don't give a fuck how much time it's going to take. Like now, I like you know, going back to me coming back to YouTube. Like, I can't wait to fucking make videos. And like James, you know, you're in that momentum right now. Do you see what I mean? So it's oh, like you, wait, you can't. People are saying the stream audio cut out. Oh, it's back. What? But what happened? It, my OBS is telling me there's still audio. Should be okay. I don't really know what the issue is. It, okay, it's gone again. What? Why? I'm going to show you guys. Is it is it gone again? Hold up. Let me just... What I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly restart the stream, and I'm just going to make sure... I'll hit, I'll hit start now, and it should it should be fine. Um, all right, I think they can hear it now. Or... All right, we're, we're live again. Just Yeah, just keep going like we are, and if, if there's anything wrong, they'll tell us. Yeah, so like... um, All right, so going back to clickbait, mm -hmm. all right... I'm going to show you guys a prime example of clickbait, which is by me, <laughs> which is, <laughs> is it, okay. is it the, cause I'm looking at your videos. Is it, do not underestimate this game. And no, 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 no. Go, so go, go to my videos and go to my yeah. most popular and then you will instantly okay. see it. You will instantly see it. it. It's just everything about it, but it's just so a prime playlist example. popular uploads. Um, no, no, go to, so click videos and then, then change the, the filter. Right. Yeah. Date added yeah. To, oh, sorry. To most popular. Yeah. Yeah, most popular, okay. 
Okay, right, can you see it? Which the one coolest secret for? boat ever in Just Cause 3. 686,000 views. Yeah, but it's that. Fuck not, me. See, that's not like a clickbait one because I personally thought I was like, that was literally Coolest Secret Boat and it's a secret and it's a boat. Do you see what I mean? That's not all yeah. clickbait. It's the Watch Dogs 2 one. You were so lying about Watch Dogs 2? Oh, yeah, yeah. That got so news. I watched that recently. Right. <laughs> Check it. And I remember Brett made like a little indirect video to me. Um, it was like Ubisoft, no, Watch Dogs 2 downgraded, question mark. No, full stop. I was like, ah. Fucking <laughs> at, at me, Brett. <laughs> um, but, oh, God. Classic see, that Brett. video, right? This is a, a going back to, you know, being someone like you don't want to be a news guy. Now, in this video, I was myself sort of like making you know, my ordinary jokes, my ordinary character, but talking about news, if you see what I mean. And, you know, if I compared this video and everything like ratings and the views to compare to an old video when I used to do news, it, it's got a big difference. So personality, you know, like things like that, like you, you can do anything and, you know, someone's going to watch it, whether it's 100 or 200 or, or one person, you're going to get a click that's not you in the yeah. first second, right? Mm. Which is... I don't know. YouTube's just a, a weird do place. You, do you guys do you guys think about it at this point? For all of us, pretty much twenty four seven, every second, right now, someone's listening to our voice. Yeah, that's crazy. That's true. That's always, weird, isn't it? That's always, weird. statistically speaking, all of us, someone is always listening to us talk. Yeah, that's wow. Right, that, <laughs> see, I've never thought about it like that until now. That's actually fucking crazy. That's like so somewhere, cool. someplace, you're in like about. probably like some little Brazilian kid's room, you know, talking on like their <laughs> laptop. And it's like, oh, like God, here you so are, weird. we're in like the fucking podcast. Like, it's crazy. That's freaking crazy. It's, that it's, it's mind blowing. God damn. That's true. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting to see like what YouTube can do. Yeah. For me, for me, I mean, it, I mean, for me, it's a hobby. I would love for it to be a full thing, but for me, I mean, I love to do it, and I don't see myself stopping. I took I took a break recently just because I needed it mentally. I was just drained, and there's been no Assassin's Creed game this year other than you know, the other remasters, so it's just like oh, I need a break. You know, this is a hobby for me, and I, I mean, it's I'm not even in a position to be like oh I could do this full time. James and you, Asim, you guys, uh, the content you put out, the quality, the frequency. And the people you reach, that's you're the people that are like can take this seriously and can really do whatever you want with it at the end of the day. There's no limitations for you. The only limitation is what you got set on yourself. Mm. So it's just a matter of thinking big. If you want to do this, well, it's just a matter of really thinking about how you're going to evolve it. Where are you going to be with it in two years? Not just the videos you're making, but who you're networking with uh, and, and who you're reaching and all that sort of stuff. It's a, it's an interesting thing to start thinking about when you're like, okay, this isn't just, you know, something I do for a laugh or to, so I can edit something or play video games. This is something that I need to think about. Oh shit. So in two years time, what types of stuff do I want to do in five yeah. years time? Where do I want this to go? It's crazy to think that you you guys are in that sort of position at yeah. this point it's weird to actually think like like you said like in two years time like if growth and channel size and everything continues the way it is like what, what the fuck is gonna happen in two years like 
That, that's that, what I mean. That's gonna be crazy. Anyone, anyone can blow up at any time, and that's the craziest thing about YouTube. That's, I mean, that's the most exciting thing. Mm. Um, you know, you can make a video from last year that blows up today and blows up your channel. You mm. see what I mean? Like, it's mental. Wait for it, guys. I'll be, I'll be on a million subs tomorrow. Don't, don't you worry. Well, we can only hope. <laughs> Just show your tips, and you'll be good. <laughs> we're still, we're still waiting for the time of my explosion. That's what we're still waiting for. It's, it's, you know. <laughs> So what you're saying is you want me to jerk my dick off right now and ejaculate? Is that? Oh shit! Sorry. Anyway, I wasn't quite implying that, but you know. On that note, guys, I'm literally gonna have to shoot as I'm on a schedule. I'm literally going like today's the only day I get to record videos. Um, so I'm gonna have to go. Sad, sad times. That's right, mate. Okay. That's good. We've had a good. We've had a good chat. No, man. Thanks for having me on. That was a good hour and a half. Like I'm glad. Like. Feel free to have me on next time. I'd love to be on, as always. Oh, but yeah. We'll try, having you on. We'll try not to leave it, you know, seven, but, eight months. Let's try to do it sooner than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it anyway, guys. You know, as always, stay nerdy fucks. And we'll catch you guys you will, next mate. time. All right, no worries. <laughs> yeah. Thanks All right, for coming cheers. on again. Always a whole lot of fun. Thanks for having we'll me, man. That's true. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, catch you later. All right. Okay, so, well, that is the... Basically, that was where we got all of our banter out and shit. So, since, since, this since you, know, you know, that dude's legit as fuck every oh, time. It's just the, so the funniest so shit. Always. He's just so great. He's got to be just one of the best guests. One of the best guests to have live. Like, it's just. Yeah, absolutely. Just great. It's so much fun. Because. Um, always something to talk about. You don't even know where it goes. Like, I had content ready just in case, but I'm like, I don't really. <laughs> I really don't need to though, because it's yeah. going to be like 40 minutes of talking about getting hard with a celebrity and cab driver stories. It's just the weirdest shit ever. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one, Kill Connor Club. Uh, but now it gives us a chance because there's plenty of stuff we can go through today. True. Um, so the Ezio Collection, James. Ah, oh, the Ezio Collection. Uh, released this past week. So, for those who are living under a rock, the Ezio Collection being the Assassin's Creed 2 remaster of, for next-generation consoles with Assassin's Creed Lineage short film, Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood Revelations, and Ember's collection of awesome Ezio shit, essentially, for Xbox One PS4. Just a dream come true, really. That's just what it is. You'd think so. You'd think so. It should be a dream come true. And it well, is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. But, uh, I mean, dream, I don't know if it's dream come true, but, you know, it could have been better, but, you know. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> overall, it's been a couple of days. You've played it. Uh, from where you went from the beginning, watching that first trailer going, it looks the same, what the fuck is this? To now you've played it. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the Etsy collection, and is it worth buying? Okay, so in terms of whether it's worth buying and share, I'm going to come out with a review at some point if everyone wants more in-depth stuff, but I'll, I'll give an overview here. Um, and also, Nick did one recently a review which is actually really good the creed so you know that's always something you can check out uh but um i definitely think it's worth it like you get like if someone told me you know or if someone hasn't played assassin's creed or just anything like the just the three Ezio games alone like the standard ones for 360 or ps3 for like 30 pounds in the uk that seems pretty reasonable like i would probably be like yeah will i buy it will i not like for you know just the three standard ones for previous gen that's pretty reasonable but then thinking you get lineage embers 
they're all 1080p. Assassin's Creed 2 is fully remastered. Brotherhood and Revelations are touched up. You get all the DLC for 30 pounds. Like that's that's fucking crazy. Like that's definitely worth the money. Like for especially for an Assassin's Creed fan. Like if there's like I've got, like obviously if there's other stuff that you want to get and you've played the Ezio games, then you know you don't have to get it right away. But I would say definitely pick it up at some point because that's a good deal and you get a lot of shit with it. And it's fucking Ezio, so you know, yeah, but. Sure. Yeah, like sure, I didn't pay for it. And I'm not going to pay well, for it. Well, yeah, I sure. I did pay for it, but I also didn't pay for it. So I have a fuck ton of copies. Um, of the I That's think I've got three copies of the game at the minute. Um, Why? What? Because George what got one, you? and then I got a review copy, and I also pre-ordered it. So I have just a load. What? A, um, what a dumbass. Yeah, well, you know, but I got the collector's edition, so I got to unbox that. So it was, it was chill. Um, but uh, yeah. So from like the first time I saw the trailer, where it was. When I was just like, this looks fucking the same, and I was just fucking disappointed and everything, like, to where we are now. Like, I think it looks amazing, like, Assassin's Creed 2. Like, playing that, like, you can see from my Let's Play, like, when I'm just, like, playing it, I'm just like, fuck, this looks so good, and I just can't get over it. It looks <laughs> so great, I love it. It looks so good, and it, it feels like, I've said before, like, it feels like playing it for the first time again, like, because I'm experiencing it again in a different way. Because it just looks so great, and it's awesome. And Brotherhood looks better than I thought it would, with, like, the lighting and the texturing stuff. Like, I really like how Brotherhood looks, and then... Uh, Revelations. Revelations to me is the most unchanged one, but it's nice because it's just it's 1080p and Revelations already look great. So it's just uh, and then it doesn't look as like you know washed out. It's quite orange and stuff, which is nice. Um, uh, yeah, I tell you, I tell you what, that's interesting. Uh, obviously, AC2 looks pfft, shit ton better. Mm -hmm. I mean, in some ways, it's kind of lost a bit of atmosphere. You think? Like I sent yeah, I mean, in the sense of it was very foggy and smoggy, right? AC2 looks like. Yeah. I sent a pitching comparison to my man. He's like, it's like Florence got rid of its smog problem <laughs> and Ezio washed his clothes. Like, that's what he said. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. But it, it almost looks like too plain, if that makes sense. Mm. Because, because sure, the smog was there. It was a bit washed out. I'm glad they got rid of it. The little bit there felt like the depth to it. There was like the there's a world there. There's a mist there. You, you know, Uni Syndicate. They have that. You can see when you look at the map and you're on buildings. You know, there's an atmosphere to it. It just feels like it's just a bricky clear sky. Yeah, I suppose. It's just, and there's nothing wrong with like it's still better than what it was before. But it's not like a huge. Oh my god, this is just perfect. But it's nice to see brother and revelation still have that because they already had it. They didn't take it away. If that makes sense. Mm. But I was surprised. I think revelations looks the best. Like it didn't have the best improvements. AC two yeah, did, yeah. but That's what this I is what looked the best revelations. I think looks better than brotherhood now. And I didn't think it did before brotherhood looks better with the resolution. Not mm. a huge change. It looks a bit better. You can tell, it's better playing it. I've definitely been like, this is definitely an improved quality look, but Revelations to me in the detail and the resolution really did favours to that game. Yeah, definitely. See, I thought that the Brotherhood and Revelations already look good and they've changed some stuff about it. Like, with Brotherhood, I really love the lighting and the resolution and I just feel like it's the textures good. on Ezio's robes look great. Like, I took a screenshot and put it on Twitter where right? I was on top of, like, a hill... And it was nighttime, and like the ambience of the light, and there was some smoke and like Rome there in the distance, and like Ezio looked fucking great, like it looked awesome. And I just think that Brotherhood Revelations, and I guess yeah, you can say two, even though two is a full remaster, so it looks great. The Brotherhood Revelations are perfected versions of what the games already were in terms of graphics. Yeah, for so sure. They and it just like come, they, they kind of caught, 
and they caught AC2 up to yep. close to where Brother Revelations are. Yeah, and that's what's great yeah. about it, right? You've got an equal collection. Mm. True. Yeah. Two is two didn't age well. The graphics. It no, when you play dude, the first definitely. one, like you can play it, like when you're playing and just going around the sea, it looks it looks good. It looks fine. Um, but when you go into cutscenes and stuff, like the textures close up just don't look great in two. Um, one for me still looks fine. Like I can still play one. Like that doesn't. I don't think that was in need of a remaster as much as two was, because I don't know what it is about two's graphics, but there's just something. Something was off there. Mm, yeah, for sure. I think playing two. I think that's a problem with all remasters though. And I've had this with Skyrim, right? I kind of start like, and I'm loving this Skyrim remaster too. It's fucking incredible. I love it, mm. but it's just a matter of me replaying. It just feels like I'm replaying Skyrim again, and I've had a huge break from my favorite game ever. Yeah. And sure, it looks great, but, you know, I've played 40, 50 hours of the new Skyrim remaster, and I'm used to it. I forget that I'm playing a remaster. I'm like, oh, it's just the exact same. Yeah. And AC2, I've, I mean, I've only I've only had to like sequence five or six or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm not there yet, but I can tell because I have moments where I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, this does look different. I get lost in it, and mm-hmm. it kind of just feels like I am playing the same old game again, even though I'm not. Brother and Revelations, I've barely started. I've only done a couple of walkthrough worth episodes for Brotherhood, and I've only done the first like 30 minutes of Revelations. Okay. So those I'm definitely not yet, but I'm definitely noticing you know the improvements. Whereas two, I'm like starting to get used to it and get complacent and be like, oh, this is just the same old game. There's no changes. Where whereas in reality, uh, this is a far cry from you know the huge change from the first mm. from the original release of Assassin's Creed Two in terms of you know graphics qualities. Just yeah, it just looks like Brotherhood. The original it looks like. What did someone say? I saw a comment. I don't know who said it. They said I just wanted Assassin's Creed Two to look like Christina missions in Brotherhood. Yeah, that's why I know? wanted it as well. And, I think it looks better. And than they that. do. I think I, I, maybe it does. You know, in some ways better, and then in other ways worse. If that makes sense. Mm, Atmosphere not as know. good. Textures I think a bit better, and lighting, coloring a bit better. Overall, though, like, that's what we got. It's not, like, a huge difference to that. It is just, you know, an improved quality of what we had already, mm. not a total revamp of textures or things. It's just, like, here's what we have as a base. Let's touch it up. Let's make the lighting look better. Let's look the coloring look better and the brightness and everything. And, you know, it's it's all you need. Like, it's not... I get people complaining because there are people out there that they're like, I'm not, I refuse to buy this. What a shit remaster. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, first of all, what did you expect? Second of all, like, this isn't like Halo where they're, the, what did you do? Like, well, first of all, Halo um, remastering games that are made in 2001, not yeah. games that came out in 2010. Like, there's a huge difference in what they have to do to make a remaster compared to what Ubisoft needs to do. They don't need to do much. The games already look good. Yeah, exactly. Just bring them to new audiences and for people that have played them before and sold their consoles or to people like us that have the games on 360, literally a meter away, but have the chance to revisit it. I mean, for us, it's great. We get to make content on Ezio again. Like, how good is it? We're making content on Ezio games and it's a thing. That's great. Oh, that is great. <laughs> That's great. It's fun because it's like, because Ezio is my favorite game, and I said on Twitter that it's it feels good to be able to praise Ubisoft. Like, it's just like they did a good job. Like, it looks great, and it's just good to have Ezio again. It's just good to say this game is good. Like, I don't have a problem with it really. Like, there's nothing I can say about because 
even though it's not a new game, it's still the old game, so that's a main reason why they're so good, is because they were already good. It's just nice to not be like, oh, well, this is buggy, and the graphics look shit, like, what the fuck have they done? It's just good for them to, to be like, oh, it just looks great. And then you've got people like IGN that are trying to find the tiniest little problems and find all these glitches, and then be like, look how shit this remaster is, guys, Ubisoft have done it again. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone here has probably seen that video that IGN did where they're like, look how bad this is, why did they remaster it? Or, like, the one from Polygon that was, um, it said, uh, Ubisoft spent so long... Um, deciding uh, how to remaster AC2 that they never took into consideration whether they should and then showed this video where it was just they found a bunch of glitches and fucked up textures that obviously weren't meant to be in the game and that are buggy and that obviously they'll patch later or whatever and most people won't experience. But, like, why do that? Like, why does everyone feel they have to take shots at Ubisoft? Yeah. They were just upset because Ubisoft didn't pay them like they did with Syndicate Unity, but, you know, <laughs> like, no big deal. Oh, hey, I'm just, I didn't say anything. I didn't accuse anyone of doing anything suspicious. Oh, uh, but, like, no. it's, but, like it's, just, it's just false advertising. Because, like, as much as it's bad to say a game's good when it's not, it's also bad to say a game's bad when it's not. Because there's nothing wrong with the Ezio collection. It, sure, it has glitches like every other game that exists ever, but it's not. <laughs> but it, but it's not. It, it, there's nothing game breaking. Like there's nothing fucking wrong with it. It's great, and the remaster looks great. Like, oh god, it just makes me mad. Like people get. Oh, it's just Ubisoft. People just hate Ubisoft. It's just the cool thing to do, and it's, it's, it's just cool sad. Uh, now it's the cool thing to do. Um, I believe they'll come back. I hope so. I hope so. Well, this actually, is just a, it's a good. Okay. Yeah. No, wait, what were we saying? Because I was going to segue. You. I w- yeah, I was just going to say it's just good as you, I was going to just, you know, mirror what you were saying in terms of being around, being able to be like, yes, it's sure it's not new, but these are th- my three. Fa- this is my favorite trilogy in video games. This is my favorite character in video games. I just get to sit back, enjoy it, and even better for me is being a YouTuber at the time. I totally missed that boat. I was after that. So it's it's almost like a gift for me to be like, yeah, here you go, Tyler. You want a YouTuber at this time? Well, now you get to do it. You get a little taste of doing videos for it, and it's easy for me because I'm doing – I haven't released these yet, but like I've been recording guides and stuff like – as you know, my favorite mission types are the Assassin Tombs. Yeah. So I'm doing guides for 100% sinking the Romulus Lesson Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed 2 tombs and everything. Like, And for me, I, I know them back to front. So I just get to yeah. totally talk about my favorite shit and, and be able to guide people as an expert, not as someone playing something for the first time. I, 100%, I am an expert at this trilogy. Mm. I've 100% of the, 100% of them multiple times. I know all these games back to front, so it's cool to have that opportunity. Yeah, true. That's true. I because it's the it's crazy the amount of people that have commented and like come to live streams and been like, oh, I've never played the Ezio games. Like this is great. I can't wait to play them. And it's like fucking hell, it's like the amount. Of, I didn't think it'd be that many people that actually watch my videos that have never played the Ezio trilogy, and now they get to play it, and it's their first time experiencing. It. Like that's crazy, because that's that's so fucking good. It's a good time. They're beautiful. So where are you going to segue to? Okay, so I was going to segue to... I'm going to make a video on it soon, and I think most people in the community are. But this thing that Ubisoft have talked about and announced regarding their upcoming games, and they've said that it's going to be present in the next Assassin's Creed game, being that they're trying to steer away from heavy narrative 
I told you. What did, what did I tell you about multiplayer? We yeah, talked about this last yeah. podcast. And what did I tell you about them living in the multiplayer realm? Yeah, it's extremely sad. Um, and, you know, some people are being optimistic. Like, I saw Nick was talking about it, uh, the Creed. I was talking about it, saying, you know, the it's, you know, g- giving his interpretation is that, you know, they're trying to have less restrictions in missions, and I, don't, I really don't think that's the case at all. Um, I think that they're, ob- I mean, it's Ubisoft, so th- the odds are that they are going in the wrong direction, but... Hey guys, thing... did you like The Division? Well, that's all our games from now on. <laughs> that's all but, I'm um, saying. I'm telling you, man. I said it last yeah, episode. That it's... is where they're going with everything. So I'll, I'll read the thing. It says, um... So it was, it was written in French, I think, and it was translated. So it's, apparently it says... Uh, we're putting less narrative into our games, especially the type present in Assassin's Creed 2. And instead of focusing on the players... St- uh, oh, and instead focusing on the players' stories. Believable world... Believable world... Sorry, I'm fucking dying. And uh, emergent character interaction. We want games with things players want to share and allow them to play their way. We're doing this because both ourselves and market trends. See the next Assassin's Creed for the first major example of this. So, uh, that's fucking worrying. Well, no, see, I, that's actually pretty cool. I don't Is think that's necessarily... No, see, hear me out. I don't necessarily believe that's them talking about multiplayer. Or, like, what I was just well, talking about. Well, not necessarily multiplayer, but they're no, saying but... that they're steering away from the the narrative that is present in games like Assassin's Creed 2, which is one of the greatest the type, narratives ever. The, no, the type of narrative is not. Not at the moment. It's fucking terrible. There's nothing... And this is what we've got to remember, man. We have to remember this. There is nothing we're holding on to anymore. We don't have anything we need them to stay with. The last three games have done nothing. There's nothing we should be worried about at this point. There's nothing we should be like, oh shit, what are they doing? They've already fucked it. They can do anything from now on, just at least what they do, hopefully it's fun and good and we do enjoy it. There's no more, you know narrative like Ezio games the desmond era that's done so when they say narratives like president assassin's creed they're not talking about what we love they're talking about the shit we hate they're talking about stuff that the modern day that's going on currently in assassin's creed with fucking bishop and stuff we don't get to play and we don't get to experience with side missions that are restrictive with these main missions with 100, 300% sync objectives that, you know, kind of lock you into a certain style of playing. For me, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make a world... When I think of building your own narrative, players' own narrative, things I want to share, I think of Red Dead, I think of Skyrim. Those are games where their world is so immersive, they do so much of the little things, that the narrative is your own. You have a different experience from everyone else that plays it. Sure, there is their own story mission. Sure, there is their own narrative base of a single player. But there is so much else around that we're having our own experiences. We're telling our own stories. We're not so restricted with the narrative. It's not all about the narrative. It's also about the world we're building, doing side missions, building bases, like doing shit that we like to do in open world games. True. That's what I think. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm optimistic about saying. See, that's the kind of stuff I want. I want loads of that. But what I don't want is because I feel like they've tried to attempt part of it in Watch Dogs 2 is that the narrative and the the main story takes a back seat to the open world, in a sense. That's kind of what I feel with Watch Dogs 2. Like, the main thing that's there is the the world, the stuff you can do, the side activities, all that stuff is the main stuff in the world because it feels very living. 
But the main story in the narrative is not engaging, really. And I'm just worried that that's what they're trying to do now, is that they're trying to focus on, like I said, player stories, believable worlds, emergent character interaction, um, and things players want to share and allow them to play in their own way, in, as opposed to it's, having it's a driven narrative that is in the game. Like, I'm just... No, I, don't, that's, I don't think that's what they're saying. I don't think that they can't do it, they can't do it with Assassin's Creed because it's just not what Assassin's Creed is at all. I think, I think Skyrim is an example of this. There is a bunch of storylines in Skyrim, but there is no... It is all... Skyrim is your own story. From start to finish, it is absolutely your own story. But there is narrative there. And it's not bad. It's not the greatest thing ever. But, like, I don't think that means Assassin's Creed is going to have a bad narrative. Assassin's Creed narrative is going to be like Assassin's Creed narratives always have been. Assassins vs. Templars, shit happens in them. Some... Hopefully there will be going some ongoing storylines continuing and things like that. Maybe there won't be, but... The point is, when you look at, like you said, Watch Dogs, you may not like the Watch Dogs story because it's, it's Watch Dogs. It's about hacking and a bunch of fucking social justice warrior nerds. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed isn't about those types of people. It's not those types of stories. It's different entirely. But to have that Assassin's Creed story in a world like Watch Dogs, like you talked about, where they manage the little things, you're immersed in a world that isn't necessarily just, you're not just playing an narrative all the time. Look at Black Flag. Yeah as an example of it because sure the narrative's great the narrative's there but my memories of black flag isn't just edward and edward's story it's also roaming around exploring on my own discovering my own things feeling like i'm having a unique experience that others won't have even though people might have done the exact same thing as me i don't feel necessarily like they're doing the same thing i've done before i feel like i'm on my own journey because it's just how the game's built even though everyone's probably doing similar shit if that makes sense. But there's still the great mm. story there. There's just more to it. I think it just means they're adding more rather than... Yeah, I hope that's what they mean. I hope when they say narrative, I hope they don't mean narratives in story narrative. I hope they mean player narrative. I hope that's what they mean. Maybe that's, it was translated that's from they're... French, so maybe it's just misinterpreted. Like, I don't... Surely they know by this point, and things they've said, like, because it, it does contradict things they've said in the past, is that I'm pretty sure yeah. they understand what makes Assassin's Creed great is the story. And I hope that they are saying they want to increase player narrative because i'm all for that like because assassin's creed 2 has a fantastic storyline like Ezio's story desmond's story it's great but no yeah yeah there is no player narrative it's all about you playing through a story it's a very linear story although the world is very open as well the story when you get into a story mission it's very it's a very linear story and i think they i think they did try to do that with unity i think that was their aim with unity because they talked about it a lot but it never really happened in the game with like the whole adaptive mission mechanic where they said like you know if you tail someone and you know maybe you don't have to tail them you can kill them and you can find a letter or you can interrogate them or like you know you kind of choose what you want to do to progress through the story but it never really happened it didn't work uh but if it's something they're trying to do then yeah i am for that it's just i don't want them to focus more on the world and things like it. Look, if it was any other developer, I'd trust them, but because it's Ubisoft and they've done a lot of things in the past that I don't agree with, and it's like, you're kind of just fucking everything that you've made great, it is worrying when they say something like this and it can be interpreted in that other bad way, because you're like, well, it's Ubisoft. It kind of sounds like something they do because they just don't seem to know what they're doing anymore. Um, And it's kind of worrying, but I mean, if it is the way you're saying it, then... uh, sure like that's that's a good thing i, just, I mean we can only wait and see but yeah it, it, that's it what i very... took from it from what you read i just assumed from the way you were talking about it beforehand but when you read the exact quote 
I didn't see, I didn't hear from there that they're taking anything away. To me, it was all about adding. Mm-hmm. And they weren't talking about story narrative. They're talking about, like you said, player narrative specifically. I hope so. I hope so. I'm optimistic about it because, I mean, for me, I'm not, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm not worried. That, what are they going to fuck up? What are they going to fuck up? I just They've don't, already done it's, it. It's not There's nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose at this I don't think it's about them fucking up that I'm, like, worried about. I think it's just I'm worried about them not getting better. Like, I don't want it to get worse in another way because they've already done... They've already, like, fucked up the modern day and the main overarching story and the the, the investment in characters in Assassin's Creed. It's and Darby, I don't, man. Darby's and, writing it. What do you, that's we're true. Fine. But I don't want them to go from that fuck-up to another fuck-up. I just want them to go to what is good and what they know is good like why can't they i don't understand like why has it taken so long for them to be like oh wait you know what sold well and everyone loves assassin's creed 2 brotherhood and revelations maybe we should do that again like why are they like let's do something else because no one wants it it's shit like fucking unity syndicate rogue just oh god it's just like, look, if it's about, look, okay, so it, I just want to quickly read this again. It says, we're putting less narrative in our games. What does that mean? We're putting less putting narrative less... in our games? That's how it starts. That's interesting. That's an interesting quote. It's an interesting quote. And it's, again, we, we'd have to be there to be like, can we ask a follow-up question? What do you mean? Yeah. Can you clarify this? And again, we can't do that. So we're, it's pure speculation. It could mean something like, the it's not the whole game isn't about the narrative the narrative is there but again it's not all about it there's a huge other experience you can have with all mm-hmm. this other stuff in it or it could mean it's less narrative it's less about narrative it's, yeah. it's still there it could mean that i don't think so i just don't that's just not what it's it is it doesn't even make sense and i do think they're learning like ubisoft are making right calls at the moment into uh, it's a simple call of let's not make a game every year Thank you. Absolutely. What a great idea. Who, who would have thought that would work? You know, that's a great call. That's and it's not an and it's not an easy call. It's easy for us to say, just do it, just do it. That was a fucking hard call. That's m- millions of dollars they lose. You think Watch Dogs 2 sells as well as Assassin's Creed? You're wrong. Mm. You're simply wrong, sir. Because it does not. I'm sure it sold sold pretty well. I'm sure people liked it. It was reviewed relatively nicely overall. But not even selling half the amount of copies that an Assassin's Creed game would sell. Maybe at the moment, because Assassin's Creed's are fucked. But, you know, at the peak? No. It's just not selling that much. Mm. Ubisoft had to give up a lot of money, and it probably had a lot of pressure. It was a, t- a tough choice, and I respect that they put their foot down and made it, especially after Unity... It, it did take a while, but, you know, better late than never at this point. I think they've got nothing to lose at this point. They, I, I think they, they know. We've talked to people like Gabe. We've talked to other developers and people around and involved in the production of the next game. Obviously, we don't know everything about the next game, but I think from what we've heard, they know at least what we want. Mm. They know modern days of focus people would like to see improved they've yeah, acknowledged they it. it they're very aware of that very aware of that they understand are they going to do multiple games with the same character maybe not hopefully modern day at the very least i think they understand that's a possibility 
clearly with the Etsy collection, they're starting to see that. Will it happen straight away with the next character? Hopefully. Maybe not. But that's something they'll look at. Uh, you know, they, they're looking... What's their most... And again, like I said, with whole player narrative aspect, what's their most recent success? Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. That's yeah. their most recent success. Sure, it's not... It's, it's so, totally different to the Ezio collection. Or the Ezio games, I should say. Mm-hmm. But most recently, it's been their most popular game of the franchise. And so they're looking at that because they're in the next generation. They're looking at new ways of doing things and improving. I'm not upset if they're looking at Black Flag as an example of where they're moving to. I am okay with that. It's, yeah. Is it the same as the Ezio trilogy? No, but it doesn't mean it's bad. I fucking love Black Flag. It is the next best game behind the Ezio trilogy. It's a phenomenal game, and I enjoyed so many aspects of it about action-adventure games. And they could do some great things improving on what was good about that, as long as you do still have the narrative there, which I just I can't imagine they're going to fuck around with anymore, especially with writers like Darby McDevitt working on it. He's just not that guy. Yeah. So. It's true. I, I yeah. Maybe I mean, I'm talking out my ass. But. I think I think we just gotta wait and see. I think at this point, it's we don't we don't actually know anything about the next game. All we know is these various things Ubisoft have said. We know we've talked to Gabe, we've talked to various people, and you know other it's, people. <laughs> Wink. I think I feel like everything in some ways contradicts itself. Like this thing will contradict stuff that other people have told us. Like Gabe, Gabe didn't tell us anything about what they're doing. He just said. He thinks they understand people want the overarching narrative. Like, I think... He yeah, but he's also that. being careful with what he's saying. I think when he says things like that, I've, I got the impression that he's, like, he's telling us without confirming anything because he's not allowed to say. So they know that this is what they need to do. So he's like, well, I'm pretty sure they're aware that this is something people want. And what he's yeah. actually saying is that they know what they have to do and they're going to try to do it, hopefully. Yeah, that's true. It's just... We've had this weird, wobbly Assassin's Creed stage since Assassin's Creed 3, really. Like, even though Black Flag was a great game, it's still, for the overall franchise, it's been it's been weird since Assassin's Creed 3 came out. One one hit out of the last five games. Yeah, and one. it's... I just it's hope they can... Just, with the next game, I just hope they get everything right. Like, not everything right. They don't have to get everything right, but most things. I hope they can just, just Big make step up. a good game. Like... It's just, oh god, fucking hell, Assassin's Creed. Um, it's tough, man. It's so fucking tough. It's been fucking weird. But I think when you look at, but again, and even saying, interesting that we even mentioned that Black Flag's the most recent success. They'll be looking for improving from Black Flag. Let's look again at who's making the next Assassin's Creed game. Same guy. Ashraf Fishbane. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're not, gonna, you're not going to be mad. <laughs> At an Egypt game that is that is all about immersion in an Egyptian world like that, oh, you ain't gonna be mad at that. The side missions you could run into, the random tombs or dungeons, the random fucking quest lines and helping people battle, like you, no one's gonna be upset with that. Traveling through the desert, oh fuck me, it's just like a desert black flag. Definitely. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, no one's gonna be. I mean, I'm not. I'm not, definitely with the fact that Darby's writing it and Atrophy's Mail's directing it. The game is gonna be. 
you know, the game as a game is going to be fun. I don't think there's any questions about that. Like, it's going to be good. It's going to be like Black Flag in terms of exploration, side activities, just Fuck immersive yeah, world. Like, it's going to be great, like, in terms of gameplay. It's just the main thing I'm worried about, which which is one of the main things about Assassin's Creed, is just the narrative. I just hope that it's strong and not just horribly weak, like Unity and Syndicate and Rogue and... Like, I mean, they're not... Like, with Assassin's Creed 4, it was a fantastic story. I loved Edward's story. I just want it to have more investment to the franchise. If you give the give this character multiple games, like, that would really help. It's just... That's, that's tough. I think the only way we're going to get that in the next game will be modern-day aspects. I, I mean, don't I'm feel like... Are you fine with that? See, I because I just don't feel like we're going to get that anymore. I just think... As much as I want multiple games of the same character as in an ancestor... Just the way the whole company is moving, not just with Assassin's Creed, but with all their franchises. I just don't think that's ever, anything we're ever going to get again. Mm. I never say never, but I do think modern day they will try to correct their mistakes and make that a real thing that's important. And that'll be the ongoing story. Well, I mean, I'm fine with that as long as because... Better than nothing. I think, yeah, well, as long as we get that overarching narrative, as long as there's something there to tie this game to the next game, so I feel invested in something going forward rather than feeling like everything's being thrown away, because as long as the modern days, they're like, like, it's... Because we we'll have a good game regardless, and as long as the modern day ties this game to the next game, even if it's not the ancestor, there's still investment there from this game. So we've had a fun time playing the game because it's a great game, then the, then the modern day overarching story continues to the next game. So there's still investment there. So that's still fine to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, for me personally, as much as I, I mean, I do love the modern day when it was good. At the moment, I oh, fuck, just delete it. I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> the, game, the games could not have modern day and I wouldn't care. It would make no difference to me. And I mean, again, we, we've talked about this the last couple episodes. It's that, you know, you got into the franchise and you love it through this modern day story, this interesting conspiracy aspects to it. Myself, it was Ezio. Ezio is what made me fall in love with the franchise. Uh, it's about the ancestor characters. It's about their storylines and the history elements and the settings we go to. That's why I love Assassin's Creed. It's not the modern day. I always loved the modern day as well. It was an awesome addition. But when the modern day became shit, I was like, get rid of the modern day to me right now because it's useless and it's a waste of my time. Mm. Yeah, that's true. If they get I mean... a good modern day again, absolutely. Why would I not love a great modern day? It's always been fun, you know, during Desmond's time, but mm. it was fucking, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it broke my immersion during Syndicate and Unity and Black yeah, Flag. It's especially. A useless, like, it's a useless feature in those games because there's no relevance there. There's no, str like, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be there in Union Syndicate and even Rogue. I don't think the story is kind of fucking useless. It's just a background thing, and even Black Flag as well was fucking useless as well. Mm -hmm. If there's not a proper playable modern day and a character you're playing as with a storyline, then it's fucking pointless. If it's just yeah. cutscenes and things happening, then it's pointless. But with Desmond, yeah, there where, was a, where's there the was impact? Who are we? Exactly, where's, there's what, no point. The consequence. Yeah, there's there's no what story there, so you know, that's that's all we need. Like, because really, the modern day now, or you know, with the recent games, is it's more the modern day is a universe, and they're just giving exposition and they're giving plot points and telling us things that are happening through cutscenes and playable things but there's no ongoing story or characters it's more the modern day to me just feels like they're building this world that has no story in it at this point 
that they're just like, here's a bunch of things that are happening in the modern day, but none of it is relevant or has a purpose. So, I mean, I just hope we get in the next game. I mean, surely they understand at this point we want a character and a story in the modern day. Hopefully they fucking understand that. No way are we going to get into Empire or whatever the fucking... I fucking hate that name. I don't want to say that again. Um, you know, I hope we don't get into the next game and we get fucking Bishop pop up on the screen or we're a fucking Abstergo employee. Like, surely they fucking get it by now that we want a character third person modern day character storyline hopefully how do that i don't know how they wouldn't fucking understand i if if it's like uh, another if it's oh god if it's bishop on a computer screen or it's a second play anything like that anything that's not a real modern day i'm gonna lose my fucking shit i'm like what you you just don't get it i'm you just simply do not understand it anymore you are out of touch with reality you're out of touch with your audience and you're out of touch with your franchise you don't mm. even understand it. You don't understand why it was popular. You don't deserve to make this franchise anymore because you don't. Yeah. You don't get it anymore. You don't appreciate it. We appreciate it. That's why we're upset with you for fucking up. Like, exactly. And I don't understand why Ubisoft can be like, like when I get mad or like, you know, if I'm criticizing it and saying, "Oh, this is terrible. Why have you done this?" Like. Like, why can they get annoyed at people for being mad at it? Like, the reason we're so mad at it is because we care about it. Like, if we didn't fucking care, then we wouldn't we wouldn't be making these videos and talking about it. Like, yeah, we love Assassin's Creed. We want it to good be good. Publicity. Exactly. It's, you know, we don't... I'm not saying Assassin's Creed shit because it's not. That's why I still make videos on it. I think what they're doing with it is bad, and I just want them to just under-fucking-stand what we want. Like, why don't they fucking get it? Why don't I they don't get know. it? We've been talking about this for years. Why don't they just fucking get it? Like, it's not just a couple of people. It's the whole fucking community. Like, everyone. Like, it's on Reddit. Even Colm's talking about it. Like, and he fucking loves everything Assassin's Creed. And he even says the modern day is, like, like he tries to say, oh, you know, the modern day's in the comics. It's like, it shouldn't be like that. Surely you're looking at this and it's like, it should not be like that. The main story should not be in a fucking comic book. It's a video game franchise. Like, what? I just don't understand how they fucked it this bad for this long. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's tough. Jesus And it's, that's what happens when you're making a game each year and you don't have time to improve on the one before. Because by the time you release Unity... Syndicate's almost finished, and everyone hears how fucking much they hate Unity, and they're like, shit, but we can't change it because we're already this far into Syndicate. We thought they would have liked this feature, but it's going to be in there again because we it's too late. Yeah, exactly. We can only do so much in 12 months. Now they're just like, fuck, we need to just give ourselves the time to make a game rather than – because people always go, it's been in development five years. Yeah, that's the problem because they're yeah. developing off the game that comes out a year before it, and they're already four years into fucking production. It's too late. It's too late to change it. They've already written the script. They've already got a script locked in. They're already animating the cutscenes. And the world's already built. world's already fucking built. Yeah. Now they've done the smart thing. I love that they said they want to get the game to alpha 12 months before release. Great fucking idea. Make the game playable. Almost fully playable. A year out from release. Then you make it perfect. You add to it Mm. if you want to. But you just fucking perfect what you've got you perfect what you've got you lock in the storylines and you add the little things just to make it from a good game to a great game because that's what separates them Mm. the tiniest little shit can separate what's a that's a fun game to one of the best games you've ever played yeah exactly then you've still got time to tweak it as well you've still got 
time to adjust things before the game's out. If you're if you're getting in an alpha, like we saw, the alpha for Syndicate was shown, uh, was it like five months before the game came out, and that's like. The game's basically done at that point. Like, they had to have it done soon. Like, it had to be done. And it was in alpha, and it was coming out, like, soon. And it's like, you know, they've given themselves a lot more time, and there's a lot more things they can do now. It's a lot more time for polishing, a lot more time for, you know, tweaking things and making sure everything's just perfect the way that they want it to be because they've got all this extra time now before the game comes out. And I just hope it's a good thing. And, like, in terms of modern day, I think that... I think it's it's been so long since Desmond in Assassin's Creed 3 that, to me, it's almost expected that we'll get a shit modern day in the next game. And I, like, if we, like, you know, boot up the next Assassin's Creed game and we have a good modern day, I'm going to be fucking shocked. Like, even though I expect them to do it and I want them to do it and they should be doing it, I'm st- it's still going to shock me because it's so fucking out of character for Assassin's Creed recently. Like... To actually have a good modern day and to have what we want is going to be fucking weird. And that's fucking weird to say that I have to say that as a fan of a game franchise, it's going to be weird to have a game that is something that I want. Like, why am I a fan of this franchise when all they do is release things that I don't want to play? Like, I don't... It's just... I just... I don't fucking know. It's bizarre, eh? It's fucking weird. (laughs) yeah jesus <laughs> i just it's weird like this is the it's probably one of the weirdest communities and franchises to be a fan of like it's weird because we spend most of our time criticizing and trying to at the moment fix things like it's weird and it's it's weird to think that there was a point when <laughs> like the least of my worries was like i don't know um i remember when brotherhood came out and i was like oh this isn't quite as good as two and that was it. Like, I didn't think Brotherhood was as good as two. And that's weird that that was a bad thing. Like, that was a bad thing. Like, fucking hell. I didn't realize what a gift Brotherhood was at the time. Like, oh, when, my God. oh fucking Gosh. hell. It's a near perfect fucking game. But Brotherhood's even an example of if you compare Assassin's Creed 2 to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, a step towards a lesser narrative, more player narrative. True. There's still a narrative. It's and it's still a good narrative. narrative. It's, it's not. It's not as nearly as good as two, but you have a million times better player narrative True. in Brotherhood. You, most of the game is side activities, more than the story. Far more than the story. Mm. The story mission is about thirty percent of the game. Seventy percent is just doing shit on your own. That's if they go towards that again. I got no problem. That's Black Flag as well. Revelations. So Revelations probably like more fifty-fifty. Yeah, um, yeah. which was really nice, but it had to be story based because it was, you know, and that's what you get with a Darby McDevitt game. You get a beginning, you get a middle, you get an end with all the games. Mm. The storyline has an ending, which is what I actually think Assassin's Creed needed more back in the day. You know, Assassin's Creed 2 ending's great, Brotherhood ending's great, as long as eventually you fucking round it up because if if it didn't pay off, it ruins all those games. Yeah, which Revelations well, paid it. They really should have so got okay. Darby to do three because he's so good at yeah. that. Like, yeah, but Revelation was his first real big one other than Bloodlines. It was like his first go, and then his first big one was Revelations, and they'd already written three, and, you know, again, they're already almost finished three by the oh, time Revelations fuck, yeah, comes of course. out. Fuck you know what of I mean? course. Classic Ubisoft. Oh, so God. So give yourself some time. Just give Darby the reins and let him do everything. Yeah, Darby like... fucking loves this, because you know he listens to this every once in a while, and every time he knows we're going to suck his dick on it, so... <laughs> 
Oh, uh, well, gotta love Darby. He is the best writer Never in would ever Creed. say a bad word about that man. Never he's, would say a bad word oh, about that man. He's just a fucking great person. He's just fucking to, great. I just remember to think my biggest worry were, fuck, they've got a new writer. It's not Corey May and stuff. Hopefully oh this guy God. Darby does an all right Jesus. job. That was the biggest worry I had going into Revelations. <laughs> that was it. Oh, now Jesus I'm like, Christ, yeah. Yeah, oh. I'm like, he's our only hope. Oh, Help back me. in the day, though, when Corey May was the, the writer. Yeah, but... Oh, <laughs> Jesus, that's weird. Because, I, yeah, I remember that as well. Because Corey May was wrote two, and then uh, he wrote... Did he, did he write Brotherhood? He wrote Brother, Brotherhood with uh, Jeffrey O'Harlem, didn't he? Did he? I think so. He wrote what? Brotherhood. Corey May. Corey May, yeah. Yeah, I think... Oh, because... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wrote Brotherhood and... Yeah, because I was thinking Jeffrey O'Harlem, who wrote Syndicate, also wrote Brotherhood, but I think he wrote the 16 parts of Brotherhood, the subject 16 bits. Yeah, because there were co-writers. Yeah, there was, like, four writers. It's, like, lead writer yeah. was Corey May and all those, but the also, other guys like that helped. It's things like with Unity. The writing on that, I was... I researched it a while back, actually. Is it Like, the, the script went through, like horrible development like it was written by Corey may as well as darby mcdevitt and alex amancio he's actually a scriptwriter for assassin's creed unity um really yeah it's in the credits i don't know darby was involved in unity. yeah he's there's another guy as well but i don't remember who it is if you if you watch the credits of unity it comes up like uh the the i forget what, what do you call them i guess scriptwriter, but it's not i don't think it's called that but um it has Corey May, Darby McDevitt, Alex Amancio. For some reason, he had a hand in the script. I don't really know. That doesn't really make sense. Uh, but he did. Uh, and someone else. And apparently, it kind of got passed around, and different people did different bits, and they kind of just threw it together. Apparently, that's what happened with Unity. Um, which I can see. Hey, uh, hey but, you I'm, know. Not, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Yeah. And it's like, as well, Darby said he wrote a bunch more stuff for Unity's Modern Day, but they, they cut all of it. Um, of course they did. And through through some bits in the database in terms of, of course. Uh, Clay, Desmond, Juno being in the grey or whatever. Of course they did. Uh, and now they're completing the Phoenix Project stuff in the comics, so apparently they're going to have a clean slate in terms of ongoing story with the next Assassin's Creed game with the modern day. Mm, true, but speaking of, and we're talking about the novel Assassin's Creed Heresy, mm-hmm. uh, I'm planning on reading this. I think I am as I've well. Heard- I have heard good things. Would you like, and this is something I think we've been planning with Nick, with uh, not the Creed, Nick as in Aftermath, yeah, our, our good buddy, old pal, our fucking friendly neighborhood Kiwi. Yes. Um, he's read Heresy. You and I sit down, read Assassin's Creed Heresy, mm-hmm. and we do a podcast, a Kill Connor Club with Nick, and we can talk and review the book Assassin's Creed Heresy. I think that's a good idea. That'll be a great podcast. Plus, is uh, the other shit we usually do. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that sounds good because I mean, I've wanted to have some interest in the extended media because a lot of people have praised it, and I think that this might be a good time. And may- who knows? I might really fucking enjoy it because everyone's been saying it's great. So sounds good. Joan of Arc stuff like it sounds, mm, sounds interesting. Good, ancestor like, plus yeah. modern day stuff. Yeah, I want to get invested. I want a, I, what I want to be able to have while reading it is be able to be like wow this is really fucking interesting like i i'm invested in the story and i want to have that with it because i feel like that's something they do because you know colin praises all of the extended media really highly and uh you know nick's talked about it's it it's tough and... with comics though it's tough with yeah, comic it's very books, true it's, it's not... very true what are, prefer... you, what are we doing yeah 
I prefer novels. novels. Novels are far easier to get into. Comic books Secret, are very difficult. The, and the novels have always been really good. Really good. Mm. Secret Crusade? Fuck oh, me. So good, Forsaken. Fuck Such me. Such a great story. It's brilliant. Just copy Luma's book club on it. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll, we'll just do it the Luma. We'll just do it the one time. We'll just do it with Heresy with Nick. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> um, it's out here first. But um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I think it'll be a really good, good time. Yeah, that will be good. That will definitely be good. And people who aren't going to read it, we can run them through it too, and do minor spoilerish just to get people into it. Maybe they want to go read it, and just discuss how it might affect the franchise going forward. Whether it be more books, whether it be games in the future as well. So. I think it's interesting, worth doing. Mm. Just yeah, for podcast, for nothing else than, you know, podcast sake. Sometimes. Yeah, I think it'd be good. That'd be good. I I think that'd be a fun time to do something other than the games. Just be able to kind of get into something else. It'd be fun. Um, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Absolutely. Um, but I was just gonna say because, in terms of modern day having a clean slate, I think. Because uh, I think a lot of people have been like, oh no, so Desmond's son, that's not happening. But I think that's the clean slate, I think, is was set up with the Desmond son shit in Syndicate. I think I that agree. by clean slate, they mean they're removing Phoenix Project, that's going to be tied up. They're going to get rid of everything that's happened, everything that's ongoing is going to be stopped. And we're going to begin the next Assassin's Creed game with the only storyline really being, I think they're not going to, I don't think they'll tie up Juno separately. I think Juno will no. be there because that's what the modern day is currently. It's Juno is there. That's the modern day. That's the kind of stage they've set. And then Desmond's son is the main story. And they'll continue from there. It's the, Hopefully. Next, Hopefully. It's the next modern day. We can only hope. We can only hope. And in that sense as well, <clears throat> uh, in terms of, you know, clean slate wrapping things up, that's where I like to give Syndicate credit because – if nothing else, people may not like to replay it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a you know, good game. Not not great. Was, I thought it was a good game. I had fun playing it. I enjoyed it thoroughly uh, for most of it. But mm. it did a really good job uh, for wrapping up a terrible era of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, true. That's uh, it, it made me feel like they're wrapping shit up. They're like, okay, we know we kind of fucked up. This is kind of the goodbye to this bullshit 1700s nonsense that we've been in. Mm. Um, you know, it, it felt like the revelations to that era. Was it a good era? No. But it did what it had to do that game specifically. And now, like you said, this is no doubt about it. We're, we've ended an era of Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of a new era. No doubt about it. This is not an ongoing thing. This is a new beginning. This is like, you know, the Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I'd like to say Assassin's Creed 3. I know Desmond was a part of 3, but I feel like the way the gameplay works, the way Assassin's Creed games are made, mm -hmm. 3 was a new era. Yeah, I agree. The story it wrapped up. It felt very It had a connection with Desmond to the past games in terms of narrative, but in terms of the way games are made, the games are written, the games are structured, and the way the gameplay works... The new era was Assassin's Creed 3, and it ended with Syndicate. Assassin's Creed 1 to Revelations was its own era. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And hopefully story and gameplay, new era, beginning. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully it's going to be something good. Hopefully we can... You know, I just... Uh, hopefully it just... Uh, oh God, I don't even fucking know. I think that a lot of me holds on to what we got that was great from Assassin's Creed 1 to Revelations, and 
I, I mean, I'm always going to want it back because it was just done so well with the just how the story was just continued through all the games. And obviously, yes. you know, it's something that I'm always going to want back, but maybe we won't get it. And may, it's not necessarily a bad thing because they could do something else that's great. It doesn't have to be the Black same Flag, to bro. be great. Exactly. But with Assassin's Creed, I think a big thing, because there's, there's games out there like, I don't know, like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption and fucking, I can't think of anything else at the minute, but those games that don't have an ongoing narrative, they have individual games that are great, but I don't think that really works for Assassin's Creed. I don't think there's... I, I don't know. Something about Assassin's Creed, if every game was a separate story that didn't tie to each other, I don't know. I, something about Assassin's Creed, I just love the whole universe and how it's all together that makes it better. So, mm, I just... I don't know. I just hope we get another ongoing story with the next game somehow. Yeah. Absolutely. It's about time we yeah. do. It's just been too long of bullshit. True. That's true. That's some serious Assassin's Creed talk. Asim yeah, left like right. 50, 50 minutes ago and we went balls deep into that yeah, Assassin's Creed That's discussion. True. That's true. Well, we I'm just fucking happy. Oh my God. It's a quality chat though. Yeah. I mean, it always is. It's I mean, fucking it's us, these, you know. I think experience. these are the kind of things that Ubisoft need to listen to, just like Assassin's Creed fans just talking about Assassin's Creed and what's right and what's wrong and what we need. And I mean, I, I get that it's only two of us, but I'm pretty sure our opinion is held by most people within the community. Yeah, we're, we're fucking, we're experts. If, yeah. if I'm an expert at anything, it's probably Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hope so anyways. I fucking hell. Jesus. If I'm not so an expert say. at Assassin's Creed, then I don't know what to fucking do myself. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. I'm... Tell you what, in terms of the Etsy collection, doing the Subject 16 puzzles again is fucking fun. I haven't done I'm it gonna do. I'm going to do an episode of The Truth just running through all of the 16 puzzles mm -hmm. and, like, what we learn from them. I'm going to do one on Assassin's Creed 2's puzzles, one on Brotherhoods, and just what we learn from uh, mm -hmm. history... And the Assassin's Creed lore, like, for example, I, in just Tynamite plays I released yesterday, uh, plug, shout out to myself, um, was, I did two of the puzzles, which is like, you, you know, you see that George Washington had an apple, which we learned later on in three, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte had an apple, uh, Queen Elizabeth I had an apple, things like that, but that's just a taste. And then you see, you know, paintings with apples in it, what's the common link, and it's just the, you know, yeah, that's just the first mm -hmm. two you get a glimpse at the importance of pieces of Eden and how they affect history. And then you keep going forward and the other stuff you see later on, there's stuff that involves the Nazis and the U S and the cold war, world war one, world war two. Like it's just, it's interesting stuff. And I think it's worth looking into and doing separate videos on because they're one. I love the gameplay of the puzzles. I think they're super interesting and it just adds the mystery and the lore and the, Oh shit, this is a creepy franchise. This is a creepy world. And as well, someone just said, Black Flag audio files explained, please. I do need. I've got that requested so much. Oh really? I do what, need what to the, also do that. What was in the Black Flag audio? Files? Um, there there's the subject, sub -subject zero. Subject zero. I people request quite frequently, so that's definitely. Oh, that's on my list of. Is it not yeah, very self-explanatory though? I don't know. I think I it's thought worth... it was. Mm. Because it's subject zero is just the descendant of Aveline. and it's just he, he yes. talks about the experience of being a woman when he went into his memories. And what that's yeah, like. I don't. Yeah, I 
I, I get what you're saying. I think in terms of explaining audio files, it's not just about the one because there's so many different ones. It might there's be the kind Desmond of ones too. A, a, yeah, the Desmond ones are really good. I thought. But yeah, they're really, really uh, good. I loved the story about how his dad the lesson, you know, the whole he has to go get his dad and he was patient, he waited like four hours and then he made a mistake, but his dad let him have it just because the lesson wasn't about yes. getting him undetected. The lesson was about being patient. But Desmond's like, I know he heard me. He's just, you know, pitying me, blah, blah, blah. And when he, you know, I like, I really like that whole storyline mm. and stuff. Yeah. Like, for sure put it in the games when he's alive, not later. It's <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, that is, that is really good. The Desmond stuff was great in 4. The, and the final audio message from Desmond is, that's a great, that's a great message. It's, I don't, hmm. Yeah, no, no, I'm going to stick with what I said, actually. I was going to change my mind and say something else, but no, it actually is a great message. Yeah, no, um, but for sure I don't kill him off in the game, though. But, um... <laughs> stupid. So, yeah, those are, that's shit I'm going to do, because I thought, you know, I'm not doing necessarily all the time or frequently Empire Speculation. Definitely will when things are mentioned, like this whole... Yeah, uh, I'm not going to do any uh, for a fucking while. Unless it's yeah, at least when it's relevant, like fun. this whole... Yeah, this whole narrative news. Like, that's something worth mentioning. Let's talk about it. It's interesting, and it's relevant news. Yeah, yeah. And it can be addressed to the future of the franchise. But, again, when it's just Empire Speculation, done it to death. You know, yeah, if I'm going to do can't. truth episodes, let's, what's relevant now? Well, it's actually the Ezio trilogy, the Ezio collection. So let's look at the Subject 16 puzzles and that. What a good time to do stuff like that. So mm. I'm going to use things that are relevant towards the Ezio trilogy for the moment to be doing truth episodes and theory videos or explaining shit in deep lore about the conspiracy stuff, the weird, crazy stuff, yada, yada, you know, mm-hmm. um, I was going to ask you, okay. Uh, about, I, so I did a video mm-hmm. cause you know, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back on YouTube doing videos again. Uh, Finally, it took a little while. I kind of faffed about for the first week, but I'm definitely back now. I'm definitely guys, back now. Guys, guys, I'm back on YouTube now, um, but I'm not going to actually upload for about a week and a half, um, even though I said but, I would, so I'm not actually back. That was. I'm not actually back yet, but I am South African. I'm back. <laughs> I'm, I'm still South in South Africa at the minute. Uh, I picked up an accent. Um, it sounds completely South African yeah, and not a, at all just Australian. Just a retarded South African. It's become more and more South African the more yeah, you do it. I think I try to do it like that now. At this point, I don't okay, even I fucking just... bother anymore. Uh, wait, yeah, what were you going to say? So I did a video on Assassin's Creed 1, a remaster mod overhaul. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Now, this was interesting for some the people that don't know about it. There's a mod out there of the PC only, of course. Uh, for Assassin's Creed 1, these guys have done full, almost a remaster. It's called the Overhaul mod. To me, it's, it's pretty much the same as what they did at Assassin's Creed 2. You know, they just improved all the textures, lighting, coloring in Assassin's Creed 1, and they made it look fucking awesome. You know, it's not like Unity or anything. It's like Assassin's Creed 2 to what it is now in the remaster. And, you know, I just brought it to your attention. Are you going to get it, James? And if you do, will you make videos? If I get it, I will make videos. When I watched yours, because I've tried to get it before, and they have actually just, like you said, recently updated it to a 2016 version, and it was a couple of months ago that I tried to get the 2015 one, but I couldn't work out how to fucking install it. Like, I fucked everything up. It was a fucking mess. And then I tried really? again to do it. Yeah, it's it's really weird, because when you install mods with, like, Skyrim or something, you have, like, Nexus Mod Manager, and you just fucking, you have a little program, and it Insane just fucking ball, does yeah. it for you. But with this... 
fucking hell. You download it, and there's about seven folders, and you have to, like, follow and go to these different folders and install different things from the file. And I'm like, this isn't even fucking worth it. But I might do it at some point, because I do want to try it out, because it looks really cool. And I will, um, when I when I eventually install it, I'll make a video on it, and I'll showcase it and show off and everything, and that'll be a fun time. Sweet. I'd like to see it, because I don't have it on PC, you know? I don't play video games on PC, so... You don't have a PC. It's only... I, I do, well, I'm... Okay, well, I'm on my computer right now, but I'm well, yeah. sure it's on the... No, it's a fucking Mac. That say it. Count. Fucking say it. Yeah, fuck you, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> uh yeah so i do want to i actually want to see how it looks because i haven't seen any of the 2016 versions uh of done on youtube or at, at all i've seen a couple of people do like 2015 versions not many are out there i'd like to actually see some videos on it mm. so i yeah. can you know it's interesting i think they said as well i think i saw somewhere what they did was some of the textures a lot of them anyways they took from uh uh <laughs> revelations why not because you know they took like like Altair's robes and stuff they took from Revelation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I heard that so too. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool mod. It's good because it does look like similar to AC2's remaster, but obviously not quite as polished, but it still looks really good. So be interesting. Whew, sweet. Well, that's all the Assassin's Creed stuff that I had. I didn't. Well, I don't think Creed there's. Stuff. It's a lot of Assassin's Creed stuff, though. I mean, I had some stupid, crazy video about sixteen being a sage, which is just a bit of a laugh, bit of banter. That was a good video, actually. I liked that because it made it made a lot of sense. It they could definitely on that. Yeah, it's. I mean, but of course, he's not actually sage, but you, yeah, he's you could on it. You, you could, could on it. You could. Yeah, I just brought out the possibility that the door's definitely open. It's not something that's like you. It's not unexplainable. It's if they later on said, "Oh, he's a sage," you'd be like. I mean, there's no reason he wouldn't be, right? But mm, you know, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, I, I always, whenever I do the truth, and I think it's a stupid. Like, I, I'm like, what a great theory! I make the video. I'm like, oh, it's stupid. I shouldn't realize it's a stupid theory. <laughs> you know, I thought it was good in my head, but then I made it. And now it's shit. But I'm like, it's too far gone. I release it anyway. Fuck it. Everyone's gonna hate it. And then no one hates it. Everyone's like, it's good. I'm like, is it? Jesus, I thought yeah. it was shit. No, it's good. no one hates on the ones that are crazy. Like, Desmond is subject sixteen. Like. People loved that. Because it's loved great. It. People I'm, love speculating. Theories are fun. I thought people would hate it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's, true. The, more, the more crazy things are, the better they are, because it's more fun. Because you're like, oh, this even adds up. Like, it's really cool. Because it doesn't make any sense. And you're like, this can't be a fucking thing. It's stupid. But then you watch the video, and you're like, fucking hell. It could, it could actually could be a thing. That's all the comments. People are like, I thought this title was stupid. Then I watched it, I'm like, oh, fuck. And people going, you know, uh... My mind has been blown. Oh my god, this <laughs> this theory's compelling. Blah blah blah. You know, it's just like, mm. wow. I I didn't expect people to actually give a shit, and that's cool, right? But at the same time, I'm also like, fuck, you're all fucking crazy cunts like me. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> you're um, all fucked. Yeah, you guys it's are always fucked. good to have some good theories. I haven't done a theory video in fucking ages. That used to be like my speciality, but I can't be fucking bothered. There's nothing to theorize anymore. Which False. is it's sad. It's much... um, well, yeah, yeah you've you've taken over the the, the theory Stay job. Stay uh, you do every other yeah. video ever, and I don't do any. So just let me have one thing. It's it's sad. Give me that, one thing. Yeah. Well, Give me one thing. You you took over my theorizing, and I'm I I mean I I could have taken over your Assassin's Creed three following, but unfortunately I don't really want to do that. 
Um, no, you think you can take a most That's too far. <laughs> Stay in your fucking lane. You think oh, you can God. follow Assassin's Creed 3 better than I can? I'm going to be AC Empire follower. That's what I'm I am, go, actually. Son. Go, son. <laughs> go on, Connor. Go on, son. Get him. That's, get, get him. <laughs> go on, what Mike. The get the Templar. <laughs> All right, mate. Just climb that tree there. And then come to South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh, what the? God. Jesus Christ. I think AC1 is remastered on Xbox One. No, it's not. It's yeah, not. it is. James just played it on it. The fuck up. Yeah, uh, backwards compatibility I, I means remastered. I, I apologize. I apologize. I was just a joke. Uh, don't apologize. I was just joking. <laughs> it's just so, no, a joke. It doesn't work out, does it? Uh, God. Jesus Christ. Um, so what else we got on the list? Uh, honestly, lots of it was questions for Assam that I asked, some of them I didn't, but we actually got a lot out, like, I want to obviously talk to him about, you know, the whole YouTube direction, clickbait, yada, yada, Mm -hmm. story banter, Watch Dogs 2 thoughts, because I know he played it, I wanted him to talk about that with us as well, then there was a whole lot of Etsy collection stuff and Sasuke stuff, which we've done for the last hour, over an hour now, Mm -hmm. um, and that was a lot, uh, Tyler's Tales, I mean, kind of told that already. We, yeah, at the start of the podcast, we talk shit. Uh, UFC 30 seconds, well, I have two minutes. Um, I had Hell Low Would You Go, but that was more for Assam to be here for. Oh, I thought that'd be yeah, fun. shit. Yeah, that'd be really a great shit, one yeah. for him, but it's just kind of like, it's just you and me. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that noise. Because um, we weren't sure how long you'd be here for. Obviously, the times he's been on, it, it's actually interesting now because our podcast is it's three hours. Yeah. It kind of just is now three hours. We go for three hours. We try not to go any longer anymore. We try not to go any less anymore. Yeah. We kind of sit around three hours. We used to kind of go just however long we wanted. Mm. We've kind of found that four hours is way too long. Oh, two hours, that. we probably should go a little longer if we can. It's not the worst thing. Two hours is fine. But three hours is that comfortable. We're good. We all, It's a all good time. It it's is a good. really good time. Get the full so, three. Yeah, absolutely. So for the first time he's been on, he hasn't really been on for the three-hour podcast before. Yeah. So he wasn't expecting for us. We're like, oh, you've only been here an hour and a half? That's crazy. But, you know, for him, that's all he needs. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, most cause... podcasts aren't this long. Like, there's, I mean, there's a lot that are, but when you think of a podcast length, you generally think, like, an hour and a half to maybe two hours. Like, that's kind of like a normal podcast to me anyways. Uh, we kind of go for a to... while. Yeah, I used to think that, but then then it's us, so I'm like... Yeah, true. But also, like, I mean, the biggest podcast I listen to is the Joe Rogan Experience, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. That's all... Three hours is pretty much his minimum. Mm. And he has great discussions. Sometimes they oh, go yeah. four hours, sometimes they go two hours, but three... He, again, he's similar to us, and that's not... we didn't, That's not by design we do that. It's just kind of we've found our vibe and our groove is the three-hour podcasts. Mm. again they're not always going to be that sometimes more or less but you know that's what we've found naturally mm. and the podcast keeps kind of going to where we just feel comfortable and you know like we talked about with Asim earlier how crazy has the last 12 months of the podcast been we say this every oh, it's time insane. it's crazy the we said fucking that... people that listen to the podcast it's like well we're def- we definitely are number one Assassin's Creed podcast that's oh, there's no dispute yeah, well, no no disputing that absolutely I agree we're the number one Assassin's Creed podcast out there and th- I remember last year, 
we talked about, oh, it's been over a year we've been doing this podcast. How crazy is it? We've come here. We interviewed Victoria Atkins. and Super Rebel Uncles. That Luma's been on. Yeah, that's crazy. A year later, we're like, holy fuck. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> we did, you know, like 11, 11 episodes last year, 12 episodes last year. Yeah. You know, we're, we have, I'm proud of us. We have done every fortnight consistently all year. Episode 35. Episode 13 was the first one this year. That's 22 episodes so far this year. 26 episodes and then we've done the full you know fortnightly but we started a bit late in the year we'll probably finish a bit like we'll be about 25 episodes this year mm. good crazy. effort very happy with that effort that's that I'm stoked and i had a number of like how many views and itunes downloads and soundcloud listens that i wanted us to get by the end of the year we've hit that with oh, all the goals geez. i had in we've mind for the so podcast with with hitting the numbers i always wanted not always, sometimes more, sometimes less. But again, so proud of how far we've gone. And next year, man, the plans we've got and oh, even further beyond crazy. that. Yeah, oh, the, it's going to be some big shit. It's going to be some big shit. And exciting stuff. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure out what else. I did have a video to react to. Oh, yeah, you said. And we, we could do that. Yeah, we and can. it's something, okay. Uh, it's something I've been fascinated with, and my friends have been annoyed at me, right, for watching these videos. Okay. I have been watching. I've been really interested in animal videos. Okay. Not like you know stupid cat shit, like mm. killer animals, like okay. fucking tiger. Like, like the and tiger shit. one. Okay. We watched the tiger one, right? Yeah. I'm so into silverback gorillas at the moment. Okay, that's random. It's so because I'm like people. Talk, it's just like I had some discussion about like evolution and like you know, in the ape world, you know, we went one way into humans. You know, fucking silverback gorillas. You know, they they went that other way. We all mm-hmm. were about started from a similar family base. We all think, we all think we got it right. Mm-hmm. We're on top of the food chain. I disagree. Okay. I think the silverback gorillas if they wanted to, can do whatever the fuck they want to us. We're alive because they allow it. <laughs> if they want, we're all fucking dead. We okay. are all dead. I'm going gonna, gonna to put this video into the chat. All right. I'm into Skype chat. I'd be throwing this up on the fucking screen, just okay. in a small window, so we don't get you know, pulled off YouTube or anything. Yeah. Let's hope we don't get copyright. We want to just make it small. Um, okay, you, I've got uh, multiple. Uh, Tyler, Tyler, you just linked me the podcast. Did I? Yeah. I, what the fuck? I copied the. Is that what I did? Oh, fuck. I probably should have. I copied the podcast. Let's do that again. Yep. Like it wasn't something worse. Yep, you, gave uh, the, you gave everyone the podcast <laughs> in the chat as well. Um, okay. So if you don't listen to the podcast in the podcast chat, just listen to the podcast. Um, so, humans aren't in the food chain. It's a fucking figure of speech, Victor. Shut the fuck up. Um, stop ruining my words. <laughs> so, th- this is one of, of a, a couple of videos I want to watch. And this is an example. Let me know when you're ready to play it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and throw this up on the screen so I can do this. I'm going to try and... Okay. So, it's... Okay. Let's, let's just try and make this small way. Oh, shite. What have I done? Oh, fuck. What have you done? Uh, I might have done something bad. Hang on. 
It's difficult trying to get this. Okay, because I, I just want it to be on just the video. Because like, I don't want it to be like the whole fucking YouTube webpage. Okay. What have you. Well, for oh, audio listeners, Jake's just fucking up. And uh, also oh. for audio listeners, I apologize, but we're watching. I'll, I'll try to comment, commentate the videos we watch it for those okay. audio listeners. Okay. Like, what the I've fuck? Got watching? I've got it. I've got it. All ready. you got to do is type in silver, like silverback gorilla attack. And Family it's one of the. Um, yeah, Silverback Gorilla Attacks Family at Zoo, full version of Encounter. Yeah. So, ready to play? Three, two, one, go. So, like, this is what I'm saying. Crazy. This is what I'm saying right now. We should think we're at the top of the food chain. These gorillas, like, first of all, these are fucking 600 pound beasts. These are monsters. These are fucking monsters from nightmares. They have asses for days and there's pure muscle. They could do whatever they wanted. And we're thinking, yeah, we're at the top of the food chain. Look at that. They're, we're watching them. They're in a cage. They're in a zoo. We're watching them. We own We own them. Watch this shit. Watch this shit. This girl fucking comes at the... Just comes at them. Just to scare them. It just runs at the window because they're fucking having a laugh, having a bit of banter. And these girls like, don't fucking watch me. If I want to, I will kill all of you. It, it gives them a little warning run. And there's two gorillas in this little enclosure of grass. One of them walks off into the distance away from the windows. And people are like, oh, it's so funny. There's one really close to the window that's looking at him. But this one far away. It's fuck. And, it, and it, pretending it's not paying attention. It pretends it's just doing its own thing. It's fucking honey dicking you. Because it'll fucking come at you and end your life. These fucking kids in the window fucking banging on the window. And this gorilla is like, no. I need, I need to let you know. I need to let you know that whenever I want, this is over. Bang! Oh, the fuck. <laughs> smashes the glass on the zoo window. Oh my it's, god. It's a monster from your nightmares. Jesus it can do Christ. What, it can do whatever you want. Whatever it wants to you. Jesus Christ. That was... That was some fucking crazy shit right there. It does what it wants. We are alive by its grace. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it's some fucking conspiracy theory. About the because gorillas taking over. It just smashes the glass and they're running for their lives. It's like, run! Run faster. Never go near a silverback gorilla ever in your life. Never go near a silverback gorilla ever in your life. i got another one for you. This is another fucked up one. And this is just like these people out in a safari with gorillas. With them. Okay. Because they're like, oh, they're the gorillas. They're nice. I'll, send, I'll link this as well. No, they're not nice. They hate everything. They're just they're just a little lazier than us. It's the only reason they allow it. You think you you think to yourself, oh, a grizzly bear could take down a gorilla? No, it couldn't. A silverback gorilla has a stronger bite force than a fucking bear, and it's smaller <laughs> than it. A gorilla would fuck up a bear any day. Oh god, I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with gorillas. Okay, gorilla. I've got this up. Okay, so play this up, 60-second video. It is just crazy gorilla attack. It's like the second video for it. So three, two, one, play. I think this is the one I was thinking of. So it's like these group of people out in the jungle, and there's like a big, you know, little family of you know, silverback gorillas. Well, you just fucked. And first of all, there's this big monster one, like the fucking dad, and he's just walking over with holding a branch and this group of people it's just pushing him it's just shoving him out of the way it's not like attacking him it literally just walks past him and shoves him it's like what the fuck do you think you're doing here it's smaller than a human that's terrifying this one. why would you get and, that but, close 
They're right next to it. They're literally next to it. And Why it's just looking at them like it will kill you. Watch this. Watch this. And this is how casual they are. This is how little effort it requires for them to fuck up your life. It's just gonna walk past someone. Watch this. Watch this. Ready? It's just gonna grab their leg as it walks by. Watch this. Watch this. It just grabs her. Oh, it just shit. fucking grabs her. With oh, no effort. God. With its little fingers, it pulls this woman away from the group casually. It's just like, oh, yeah, you're you, you coming with me, and I'm going to rape you. I'm going <laughs> to fucking rape you, and then I'm going to eat your face. Because oh, that's what they do. Jesus that's Christ. That's what they do, man. I, I would never get that close to a gorilla. What the fuck no, were these people thinking? They are the what are they most. Doing? They are the most terrifying. There's tigers, lions, bears, sharks. No, the most terrifying animal on the planet is a fucking gorilla. That's true. It's a fucking gorilla. I'm man. now very scared of gorillas. You've, you've opened my eyes. I have a real gorilla. Yeah, I know. Fucking King Kong. Fuck that shit. Jesus Christ. I think you've. Fuck. I think you've improved my life. I think that I'm now safer now. I have this. You know. This knowledge. This yeah. Yeah. This, no. this, yeah. Because I didn't. I never thought about it. That gorillas would be that dangerous. And now I'm like, oh wait, actually, let's not go near a gorilla ever. Not that I think I'll no. ever be no. in that kind of situation. Well, but don't do it. No. And if you see a gorilla in a zoo, don't go near it. Don't get near the cage. <laughs> you are not. You are not safe. Because if it decides to. There's no glass in the world. It can't break. And then your life is over. And then your life is over. Just because it's like, it's a nice Saturday. I'm going to eat your face. <laughs> it's, that's it. I'm going to put my dick in your oh, mouth just because it's a nice Saturday afternoon. And you're going to like it. There's nothing you can do about it. Classic it's just they do what they want. They do what they fucking want, man. Jeez. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And when people talk about fucking Harambe and, oh my God, they shot the fucking gorilla. Oh, my God, that's so horrifying what they did. Yeah, shoot the gorilla. It had a kid in there. Do you know what it's going to do with the kid? It's going to fucking crush its head with one finger. Oh, God, they're fucking evil. And if it was my kid in there, kill the gorilla. Absolutely. So, that you know, obviously you want to tranquilize it. You, you want to make both. The priority is, like, if only they could have both lived but you tranquilize the gorilla, it takes a couple seconds, the gorilla get, might get upset, kill the kid. You kill the gorilla. You do what you have to do, you save the kid. Yeah, that's true. Because, sure, it's like, we're the top of food chain, we put it in this place. Yeah, we are. Let's stay that way. Because if they want to, we, Planet of the Apes is real. Planet of the Apes could be a reality. Thank God they can't talk. Because if they could, oh my God, it's all over for the human Oh race. God, imagine if, yeah, imagine if gorillas could talk. And they, like, built a civilization. What about, imagine an underground city of gorillas. <sighs> Don't do this. Don't do this. Uh, you know gorillas have smaller dicks than humans. Yeah, I do know that. And it's just like, you like my small dick? It's gone in your mouth just because I can. That's it. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Wait, Wait Tyler has Tyler's a kid. No, it's... <laughs> No, I'm saying hypothetically. I mean, I do have a kid. No, I don't. Actually. Um, <laughs> not that I know of. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I just hypothetically, like, if it was my kid, like the Harambe situation, I would want that gorilla to be killed to save my kid. So that's all I'm saying. Hmm. So you can't be mad at people having to shoot the gorilla because they had to. Well, it's just a kid. Well, if it was your kid, yeah. You know what you do, so that's all I'm saying. Gorillas are monsters. Yeah, fucking gorillas, monsters. Gorillas are terrifying. So that's what I've been watching lately. For some weird reason, I've been watching gorillas, gorilla attacks on YouTube. That's so weird. I've and I don't want to show some of the fucking ones. 
I don't want to show you some of the fucked up ones. Those are like the PG ones. You can you can you can just get oh, a I'm glimpse look into and... this later. I'm gonna be yeah looking up all the gorilla attacks. Kill Connor Club promotes gorilla attacks. Oh, dude. Everyone, we're sponsored by Gorilla Attacks. Sponsored by Harambe. Dicks <laughs> out for Harambe. Oh, fucking hell, what a dead meme. Um, it's not a dead meme, it's, it's a, a dead gorilla. It's a dead gorilla, and the memes are shit, and everyone that makes Harambe memes should shot die. Um, oh, God. I agree, shoot to the gorilla, but it was the mum's fault. Well, it was the kid's fault. Shouldn't have climbed in a fucking gorilla thing, should it? It's a fucking kid for sure. Get better for fucking... sure. Get better parents, kid. Yeah, get 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 a better kid. Fucking stupid kid. Don't fucking jump in a fucking gorilla thing. What a, yeah, what a dumb kid. Yeah, it's all his fucking fault. Fucking stupid. Yeah, stupid kid. <laughs> oh god. But yeah. Well, okay. I just, I just, what have you been watching? Uh, I don't. Hang on a minute. I'm just gonna fucking block this person. What, what were you gonna ask? Um, what were you gonna ask? I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Um. Yeah, I know. I'm, I was gonna, I was gonna say uh, what I've been watching recently, but I don't actually know. I haven't actually been watching anything specific, so there's not actually anything to say. Um, so that's a fucking great story. Um, oh, good, dear. good. My no, brother, no. I'm just he too is, hyper. He is indeed. He's here. Working on some drawings at your home. I hope so. Fucking better be. Yeah, fucking better be. No, the gorilla. Surely you want a new horse picture on your shirt, though. No, no, I love it. Why? It's perfect. Yeah, I know that, but it, no, but it's been two shirts. I don't care. I'm trying. Well, I because the the main reason is because I have a shirt that has that horse on it that I sell. You have it for sure. Buy that shirt and actually but wear it in real life, I, though. I will. Or else it's I not actually, relevant. I will. Um, but else it's not relevant. It's been two okay, years. Okay. It's not relevant. No. Okay, I will. It's but, a dead me. Okay, no, no, no. The only, the only, the look. The only thing I want to change about it is just to have it look because it doesn't look the same as the first horse. It's the same design, but it looks better. Like all I, all, all I want is for it to just look better. Just next gen <laughs> horse shirt. That's Alan, all I want. Like. Alan. This is Kill Connor Club Collection remaster. Alan, <laughs> That's literally all I want. I just want to remaster it. I don't want it. To, I don't want to change it. I just lo I love the shirt too much. It looks too fucking cool. It's just perfect. Please so just I don't buy want it. To, Tal, if you I'm, change it, I'll fucking snap your neck. Don't fucking touch it. <laughs> well, you're you're one foot two. You're smaller than a baby. You're not snapping anyone's neck. I'll chew on his ankles then. <laughs> like a little puppy you don't have dog. Teeth yet. I, <laughs> I don't have teeth yet. <laughs> Your baby teeth haven't come through yet. <laughs> Guys, James is my son. Uh, I... You're wondering. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Um, Jesus Christ. So that's a weird shit. Other than the copious amounts of UFC, I've been watching on YouTube. Gorilla Attacks is something that's really intrigued me. Gorilla Attacks. I like some Gorilla Attacks. This shit's crazy. I've oh god, I found a new one. Oh god, <laughs> it's it's gorilla attacks woman on honeymoon safari tour. Like this big silverback gorilla just runs in a group, just fucking takes her down, and then walks off. Like doesn't take her, just literally shoves her over and keeps running. It's doing like it's like spinning. It's doing it's like dancing in the way. Just shoves the bitch over and then starts twirling away. <laughs> Like, it's literally spinning around doing twirls as oh it fucks God. off. That's hilarious. What the fuck? Oh my Gorillas? Oh. They're great. I love a fucking gorilla. Oh, they're, they're not great for sure. Fuck off, gorillas. 
crazy you safari. Kill all the gorillas. It's such a weird world, like terrible, like crevice of YouTube to get into, like really? animal attacks, because you'll be watching fucking tigers eat people, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh Jesus, this is not how far I wanted to go. I just wanted to keep it. <laughs> I wanted to keep this, you know, semi, you know, livable. Mm. Like when you just, you know, it's just late at night. You're like, let's go on YouTube when you just find some really weird shit and you just get into it and you're like, this is really a good time. I never thought I'd enjoy this. And it's just, it's just great. I'm trying to think of some weird shit that I've seen, but I can't really think of much. I suppose, oh, there was actually, there was one time I was watching um, people chase like uh, tornadoes um, in 4K. That was a good time. I spent a good hour doing that. Um, it's fun. Tornadoes what? are fucking terrifying. Uh, but... Yep, sure. Okay. So that was, that was a good time. Kill Gorillas Club. No, we can't kill gorillas because, you know, they'd kill us first. That's all I'm saying. We couldn't kill a gorilla. Are you kidding me? The fuck would I do against a gorilla? Jesus. Tell you what. Yeah, I know. There's only one man that can tame a gorilla, and that's Conor McGregor. Yeah, um, he has a big gorilla tattoo on Yeah, Well, he has a gorilla tattoo on his chest. The king does what the fuck he wants. That's so what that I'm saying. he's basically a gorilla. Well, yeah. Harambe gives him strength. Fucking hell. He actually has a tattoo of a gorilla wearing a crown eating a heart. On his chest. Big chest piece. Fucking awesome. What a brilliant, brilliant tattoo. <laughs> fuck. I could just suck that guy's dick all day. Anyway. Okay. Um, onto a podcast anyway, onto the podcast uh yeah well that was just the intro so now we're gonna get onto the actual podcast uh yeah it was yeah that 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 uh two hours 50 minutes was the the <laughs> um yeah Real kind of, well, we had a guest just the intro yeah um, just with the pre- well, that was the pre-intro intro then we got onto the intro now it's the podcast it's like did you know one of the game of thrones producers got eaten by a lion on a safari what the fuck no Last year, yeah, one of the producers on Game of Thrones was in a safari, and this is, this is, again, safaris are fucking stupid in Africa. You go to Africa, you sit in a safari with open roof, you dumbasses, to see killer animals. You want to see an animal, watch Planet Earth by David Attenborough. Don't go outside in an open car because they will eat you. There's no glass that can protect you on a car. That's true. This Game of Thrones producer's fucking standing up on this fucking safari bus shit. Standing up or some shit. Fucking lion jumps through the window, grabs her, fucking eats her. Done. Jesus. See you later. Over. That's Don't terrifying. Fuck with safari. That's fucking terrifying. Jesus Christ. Don't fuck with safaris, man. Yeah, why would you do that? That's fucking retarded. Let's go through the the fucking the wilderness and get attacked uh that's a safari um anyway oh <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> i'm losing my fucking mind right now <laughs> um oh jesus okay well that's the animal section of kill connor club <laughs> do we have anything oh, it else just reminded, before... it just reminded me of uh what is it like it was a it was a comment back in the day one of the one of the funniest comments of just like something about Doctor Who and oh protecting yes. animals. Yes. What is this? Oh fucking Aiden Doyle was his name I think. Yes, uh, it was. Yeah, where yeah, he, yeah, where he's talking about he's like, have you seen the modern season of Doctor Who? And then he's like, uh, it's 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 like that and this a- universe, but everyone hates nature and animals or something. 
Um, and that's just you know, what it reminded yeah. me of being like, this is the hate nature and animal segment of the Kill Connor Club podcast, no. where everyone ha- he predicted just, it. I everyone hates nature and animals. He I have it, it. I have it here actually. The comment. I have it here. He said. Um, Okay, so he starts off really fucking weird. He starts off, plus, I do like the huge open world glitches. They are funny, just like it if when he, the assassin, gets stuck and stuff. That's annoying. Then he goes on to say, no, laser. Spoiler for Doctor Who. Don't know if you saw the modern seasons. It's the Matt Smith season, so not quite sure, so heads up. And if you think about <laughs> Arno, River... 82 scene where it's well, I have to say it that says Izo is talking to what's his name after killing Francesco. But if you watch Family Guy and you know Brian makes Lois for marries Lois for one episode, Peter was lost at sea. That's what's happening with Arno, except in that universal and this one, everyone hates nature and animals. The story what? will actually be good because if you have seen the Matt Smith Doctor Who season, you will know the person who knows is trying to kill him, he died already. Basically, the person he knows is his wife, and she wants to slash did kill him. You're English, so I'm pretty sure you've watched all of Doctor Who. Not all, though. You'll be very old then. But the same thing is happening. It's just the guy is trying to kill his wife. Stop! It's hurting my brain! He then ends it with, I ordered a PS4, plus have watchdogs on it, plus my name is Aiden. Um, (laughs) And that's the comment. It gets me every time. I can't deal with that comment. Fantastic. I think the there's, top... There's no anything. There's nothing <laughs> there. <laughs> I think the top there's three comments things. have got to be that one, the Edgar Moyal comment about getting ran by the train, and then the dude talking about Texas as cowboy. I think those are the top three comments it's of all a, time. It's like, a, it's like a Donald Trump speech. It's just substance. Like, it's just shit. He's just saying shit. That means nothing. Yeah, he's padding What are you nothing. talking about? It's like... What are you talking about? You're just saying shit. Oh, God, it's fucking like, retarded. I don't know what the fuck it is. There's no substance there or logic. It's just shit. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, hilarious. Christ. Oh, Donald Trump's president. That's a new thing. That's a, Yeah, that's a thing. That's, that is a thing. That's, that's hilarious. True. So funny. I couldn't believe it. I've never laughed so hard at a, <laughs> seeing a, new, a news title. I literally walked. I was at, I was at work. Went to our break room, TV's on, and it just the headline reads, Donald Trump has been elected president of the United States. And I audibly laughed so hard. I'm, I'm like, this is – what, what – I mean, first of all, I mean, Hillary was no better at all whatsoever. It's just the two terrible people up for mm. the presidential position. So either way, it would have been fucked. But I just laughed so hard. I'm like, what kind of universe do we live in? Who would have thought, you know, two years ago, four years ago, that this is our ne- the next president of the United States? I'm going to say our next president. I'm fucking from Australia, first of all, and <laughs> – or from the UK. Um, but, you know, the next president of the United States would be Donald fucking Trump. It's hilarious. It's hysterical. And, I mean, yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit because he, he's not any worse than, you know, Hillary Clinton. I'm, I'd am i probably like him better than her. I don't know. I, do, I don't like him. I think he's a fucking crazy person. And I don't like him personally. But will he be a better president than her? Maybe. I don't know. Hope, I hope so. I hope he's a fucking... Yeah, that's true. Why would, you wa- why, why would we want him... To be bad. I hope he's fucking great. I hope he's everything everyone wanted him to be other than the whole, you know, spending $50 billion on a wall and, and you know, being yeah. racist as fuck. So. definitely don't need that. Everyone's saying the audio's like... gone again. It's gone. Fuck. 
the fuck is going on right now? Okay, so I'm just checking over here. It says that we're dropping a load of frames. That might be why. The fuck? The encoding looks fine. I don't understand. What's the problem? I don't understand. I'm not sure. It's We're just dropping what? frames like fucking crazy. There's nothing I can do, I don't think. Um, we might be stable now, actually. Yeah, you sound looks, fine. Yeah, it looks stable. Well, yeah, no, I think I think we sound fine. I think it's I think there's something wrong with OBS. I think. No, I'm, I'm listening to the podcast. Oh right. And you sound fine. It might yeah podcast. it might it might have caught up. It might be right now. Yeah. Um. Now where were we? I fucking uh, forgot. Donald Trump. But yeah, we're just talking about fucking Donald Trump. It's like yeah, whatever. It's a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Nothing probably. Nothing's probably going to ever change, so it doesn't actually matter anyway. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. Same people, are, people are overreacting a lot. Like, I get that he's I just, a I, bad I, person, I, but nothing bad is going to happen. Like, nothing that bad, anyways. I mean, you know, that's a, it's a fr country that's been fucking disenfranchised by the system that's fucked him over time and time again. I, I totally understand why these people voted for Trump. I totally get it. I totally get why they voted for Trump. I'm actually happier i think that trump won than she won because if she won i'd be worried about fucking world war three in this fucking putin situation just terrible terrible foreign policy and relationships she's got going on with people fucking you know you need you, you need sometimes you just need someone to be a bit of a cunt sometimes you just need to be a cunt like donald trump and just you know not be a bit of a pussy like you know I don't know. Hopefully, it works out and we'll be fine. We're all here today. Nothing's fucking changed. Not that he's president yet, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I, think, it, I think it'll be fine. I'm in Australia. I don't have to deal with it, so. Yeah, it's chill. It's fine. It's whatever. Donald uh, Trump is an asshole. Well, that sums it up, doesn't it, Luke Allen? Fucking hell. I, I agree with you. I you think know. he is too, but it doesn't mean he's a bad president. He hasn't been president yet. He got voted in, so nothing you can do. Yeah. Um, Fuck. We're almost at three hours. We are. We're just kind of... Three like, we're just kind yeah, of... I want to pad this out a bit. Just get I, that three yeah, hour I... mark. Might yeah, as well. So... We have three minutes. What the fuck can we talk about for three minutes? Um... So, how about... Uh, how about gorillas? <laughs> <laughs> can we really talk about gorillas for another two minutes? Is that... Is... I... I could talk. I could. We could do a whole podcast. The Gorilla Companion. Gorillas? Okay. Just watching gorilla videos the entire time. I mean, yeah, I'm actually kind of alright with that. <laughs> Donald Trump's daughter can get it. Tell you what, I agree. <laughs> I, I've never seen Donald Trump's daughter. She's she's pretty fucking hot. <laughs> Didn't he say that himself? One time he was like, <laughs> if she wasn't if she wasn't my daughter, I'd probably <laughs> be with her or something like that. I swear so he said that. That's a that is such a I believe I would believe that I don't know if he did but I would believe that's hilarious. He did. So Someone fun. confirm Jamie confirm such, it. Such a Donald Trump thing to say. That's hilarious. It's fucking fucking weird. How could you <laughs> even think that? Like, <laughs> like how? Like yeah, he said he would bang his daughter if he wasn't her dad. Yeah, all right, I was right. Okay, that's fucking weird. Wow. Wow. Jesus. That is so funny. Um, okay. Jesus. One okay. minute. Jesus Christ, we're One really minute. just kind Talk of... About so Talk about Assassin's Creed. Talk about Assassin's Creed. Just one sec. Oh, just... God.
Um, anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, Brilliant. Told you about hour. You can watch the highlights. I'll put it up on my channel tomorrow and you can watch the whole thing and when we timestamp it tomorrow. If you haven't liked the stream already, like it. We're 15 away from 100. Let's get, get it to there. We haven't asked once on this stream to like it and That's you guys true. have smashed it out to 85. Let's smash over 100 now that we've said something. Oh, that'd be great. So, Everyone should definitely, definitely, definitely hit the like button. To to finish us off, uh, great podcast. Thank you for Asim uh for coming on again having a good amount of banter for us um obviously a huge amount of assassin's creed chat after that watchdog 2 discussions fucking gorilla companion and my two minutes of conor mcgregor chat it's been a good time it has uh, been, a, been a good podcast it's been a good one definitely, i say that every time has. though every t- i go back i need to Love like it. compile Where's- it into one where i every outro i'm like it's been a good podcast yeah it's been a good as always, as always. As, as always, it's been a good podcast. So That's okay. what we do. And that's what the Kill Crime Club podcast is. And we're just getting back to this beautiful groove of three hours of banter and awesomeness, which I love. And it's fantastic. And it's only going to get better and better. And I'm glad we've had people and guests on. See, look, we're four away from 100 after I said something. We're at 96 likes. Holy shit. Classic. 98. Fuck me. Um, I love you guys so much. So for everyone on YouTube, obviously, like this podcast. Subscribe to James if for some reason you haven't already. I assume you have. Subscribe to me for sure. Follow us both on Twitter. And for your audio listeners, please, I'll give another call out to you, audio listeners, on SoundCloud. Oh, we've hit 100 likes. Fuck yeah. Thank you, everybody. For all the audio listeners, SoundCloud, but mainly iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, go give us a five-star ratings. Give us a review. It helps us out a lot. It gets our podcast out there as recommended to more people. It gets us more listeners. So rate five stars for sure. Don't rate it any less than five stars or I'll be upset. And write a quick review. Just say we sent you and some awesome nice words that you can manage if you can pull it off. And uh, on SoundCloud, obviously, like, give us some love. And uh, follow us there on SoundCloud if you listen that way. Uh, anything else that I miss, James? I f- buy our merch is another one. Uh, buy Kill Connor Club shirts. I feel like everyone just thinks that's a joke. We actually have fucking Kill Connor Club merchandise in the fucking description. And you can buy my beautiful I'm shirt wearing- that I'm wearing on this on this logo. You can also buy the one with the logo on it of me and Toiler um, with the Kill Connor Club logo or without it. I think there's both. I might have only done one for this year's one, actually, come to think of it. Yeah. Um, and what videos do you have coming out today, tomorrow? Today, today I have a video coming out, uh, episode four of the Etsy Collection at... Oh, I might put it up straight away after the podcast then, actually. It's, it's meant to come out at five, but I think I'm going to throw it up straight away. Um, yep. So everyone good, can watch good that. Point. Um, so as soon, as, soon as, it's, as soon as this podcast is ended, click on my channel, keep refreshing, and then episode four of the Etsy Collection will just pop up, and it'll be there, and it'll be great. And I'll tweet it out and everything. And then Monday, I think, uh, tomorrow I've got... Uh, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna bring out more SEO collection stuff. I'll do those daily, but I'm also gonna bring out a video talking about what Ubisoft talked about uh, in regards to the less narrative thing, and just discuss it and talk about it and just get my opinions out there on the various possibilities, just in case Ubisoft do watch it. Just because I want to kind of give my thoughts and everything uh, on that. So yeah, what about you? fantastic yeah so i'm gonna be putting out through the week uh just i'm gonna start my brotherhood let's play on tuesday so it'll be tuesdays fridays 
I'll do my Brotherhood episodes. And since you and George are doing two, I'll be that one guy that's doing Brotherhood for the Etsy collection first. Um, but I'm going to be starting to do guides and shit like Sub-16 puzzle guides, uh, Assassin Tomb guides, and I'm doing commentary on all of them, just talking mad shit. So it's not just here's this you know, uploaded video of just me playing. Um, so they're all banter. Check them all out as well as my Tynamite plays, Assassin's Creed 2 in the Etsy collection I put out earlier today. And just to reiterate... If you're someone that listens uh, online as an audio listener or you listen to us on YouTube we and you're wondering, how can I listen to this live? It's live on Sundays. If you want to know the exact times, follow us on Twitter so you can stay up to date on when exactly we go live. And we usually put out a, uh, James schedules the event 24 hours prior so you can at least see. So depending on where you are in the world, it's going to be on a Sunday. Australia, it's like nighttime. America, it's really early in the morning bit too early for some people and in the uk it's kind of like middle of the day so yeah sundays every second week live on james's channel right here there you go that's Which... how that's how you know how to get here live people always ask like when's the next kind of club it's like you know you'd get it you'd get your answer quicker if you just check when the last one is and go what's two weeks from this date and then you'd have your answer <laughs> if you ask me it's going to take it could be a new subscriber to get a response like yeah, true. true they could true they could i should add it somewhere just says when it goes up that would really be probably helpful um maybe on my channel page i might do that actually and i'll put up a honey dick for tomorrow for the podcast as well so i'll do that awesome well it's been a good podcast it's been a good time again thanks to rebel if you want to check out his links they're also in the description underneath us if you want to check his channel out you don't know who he is his twitter's down there too along with tyler's link to his channel and his twitter so go subscribe to tyler if you haven't already and all obviously all my links down there as well along with kill kind of club stuff itunes soundcloud and then every other fucking thing you could possibly want uh is down there in the description Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. This has gone on too long. Jesus Christ, fucking kill my